0: Oh, whoops. Oh, there we go. All right, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of PC Wrestling. Today we are be talking everything NXT, the rise and fall of NXT. We're going to start from a little bit of everything, a little bit of sauce, everything. We're going to cover everything NXT-wise. Uh, so for the people who were familiar with the NXT brand, this episode is for you. Uh, We're going to dive into a lot of good things, a lot of bad things about NXT. So if you guys want to interact in the comment section uh as always i let my co hosts introduce themselves uh we'll start with g what's going in order from g to j to actually
1: A. actually start with j
2: <coughs> oh, start with j well, i don't know if you guys Ed got maybe is running the show today yeah you got i got that's fine um, um, yeah. and i the f that's beautiful and
1: you know what i said i said i have 5 minutes i just need to i just need i just need dress i just need some dress so Fair
2: enough. All right. Well, uh, as as you maybe sort of half introduced me, my name is Jade. I'm the infamous opinionist on TikTok. My comments are getting spammed all to hell right now. I'm trying to work that out. So if you go to see me on TikTok and you see the spam comments, I'm trying to get that taken care of. I apologize for that. But do go follow me there <laughs> if you find the time. Yeah.
3: All right, Nate. Y-N-R-D. <laughs>
2: Are you today, you Jay Uso, you LA Knight.
3: What do we, we get? <laughs> it's, just, it's just Nate,
0: bro. It's, y'all oh,
3: just getting right. Nate, bro. You know, what Jay, buddy, you got to, to, yes, to come. hey, bro. Hey, bro, careful what you wish, but uh, <laughs> Jay, Jay, <laughs> Jay,
4: night.
3: uh Jay, night. yes, sir. It, shut up, Hawaiian <laughs> RD underscore, yeah, 248. Yeah, on TikTok. Uh, also a uh, big dummy because before the show, I was like, man, I can't hear nothing. Then I realized my headphones wasn't plugged in all the way. So I'm just I'm just stupid. (laughs) I'm idiot. I'm an idiot. So uh, let's get on with the show. Hopefully I don't say anything
5: too stupid. What's going on, y'all? It's Pat Uh, GTZPAT91 on TikTok. Go ahead and give me a follow. I'm climbing. I'm like just I just hit 800 a couple days ago, trying to get to 1K so I can finally go live. Uh, But I'm here, man. Uh, I, I mean, Jay, we got discount Jey Uso over here. Somebody told me in a in a, I was on a backup burner account of a friend of mine's on a live, and someone said I look like Angel Garza. So I was like, All right, I'll you know be discounting
6: uh, discount <laughs> yeah. like
3: you
5: look like his it's uncle. A little, you know. bit, a little bit, a little bit, a little
0: bit. So I'll
5: be discounting Angel Garza for the day. But I'm ready to get this started. NXT is one of my favorite subjects to talk about.
0: Uh,
6: what's going on, everybody? Lewis here, uh, Wrestling Chop Shop on YouTube, Mr. Uh, NXT. Ooh. Uh, damn, I forgot y'all gave me that. You gave me that <laughs> name actually, that started with you. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. I'm excited then, to talk yeah. about NXT. Um, I was the first guy on TikTok when I was on TikTok to give it a platform to base it around. So it's yeah. it's cool to go back to my legacy. Uh Tua is uh New England's father, Ramsey Gang. Let's go. Fuck Roman. There we go. All right.
2: Lewis, you and I, man. we, we have such an up and down relationship, you and I. I don't, well, no, I what don't even know. What you got? We're doing wrong wrong wrong. Hey, hey, hey,
6: you started hey, hey, without real shit, without Jade on TikTok, um, I think he did. He did his famous. What was it? Um. Oh, wrestling opinions that might trigger you. And it was. Uh. It That's was his up. first video. I. I remember. I do. No. I stitched it, and he gave me the nickname Mr. NXT. Cause like I said, when I was on TikTok, I based all the content, everything I did around NXT, spitting knowledge to people. So I'm glad we get to relive <laughs> some legacy that I helped uh, create. So.
1: All right, baby, with this. i what's, right. what's going what on, everybody? Go I, missed on y'all. I, I missed y'all. I really, really did. I, I missed y'all not being able to. We, miss you too, oh, we are, missed you too, man. I've been telling about you. No, I just, I just need to address. I just need to address because I remember a couple of episodes. I think it might have been our first one or something a second about, something one. About, something about the miss. Okay, okay. I got a lot of heat for something I said. Oh my god, bro. And then last episode, episode seven, around the 45 minute, 35 second mark, this man right below me, man right below me, literally said the exact same thing I said, and y'all didn't say a word, y'all was mute. Y'all agreed with everything you said, Pat. Would you like to know exactly what you said at this 45 minute, 35 second mark? I'm curious. I, I
5: mean, I can't remember what I had for breakfast this I, morning because I, I, so I, I,
1: I, I went to the timestamp today before the show. Oh, was trust you. me, G baby
2: came with receipts.
1: I yeah. remember, you said, of course, you said, let's be real, G baby's not here, so we can all admit that Miz, even though he was the WWE champion. He was the third most important part of the storyline against Cena and The Rock. When I said that on this show, all oh, y'all was on my head. All oh, y'all yeah, was yeah. We my like head. making you mad, man. It ain't about that. That.
0: We like making you mad. No, no, no. To be fair, uh-huh. I, didn't, I, 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 didn't, I didn't disagree with you. I didn't. I never disagree
1: yeah. with you on that. So. But, but because see y'all see said, because y'all, y'all said, how was he the third most? He was the WWE champion. Let's see, I said it. Y'all was, was cool. match without him. Here's, here's well, the we, difference, we, we, though.
2: Here, first off, we just it, like Pat that more. That's
1: what
5: it
2: was. Yeah. <laughs> well, the, the real, honestly, the, see, the real difference, difference is, is G-Baby is louder than Pat. G-Baby is louder than Pat because I didn't hear Pat say this that. Is, I this completely is, missed it.
5: See, <laughs> the difference is I can admit that The Miz was third most important superstar in that match, but at the same time admit that The Miz is still going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer and is still a great Super strong. <laughs> okay, I don't just yeah, spend yeah. the rest of the time just trashing the Miz.
1: Oh, no, he will be a first ballot Hall of Famer for sure. I never disagreed with that. I just said yeah, he's you a big Carter and y'all yes, got on my team. You
2: say
3: be that. You I say agree
1: that. First ballot. I agree. No, you, first ballot. you
3: say that and then you continue to trash the Miz. Past said it yeah, and, then, and then he moved on because, like, yeah, he was third most important. because
1: Cena on. and the Rock. So you put, then, you're in a feud with Cena Rock. You're going to be the third most important person. So then why didn't you have that energy when I said it? Cause y'all was on my head about it. That's well, me, well I to speaking for me, I to speaking for me, I love triggering people.
6: And I love pissing you off. And, and, and it's like the chat blows up when you go crazy. So I mean, it might happen again today. We talk about NXT. I push First all man. the buttons on this subject. Oh, I mean, I, I be,
0: we shouldn't have an issue. To be fair, I, I I never disagree with you on that, so you ain't coming at me because I'm trying
6: to Malik I, yeah, trying to be babyface. This is the Malik. Real.
0: I, I ain't never disagree with you. I was you
1: go chat. mellow, but when I said it, it turned into a thirty minute debate. I guy Malik. guy Malik.
0: To answer this question, greatest NFC champion of all time, I got Finn Balor. Uh For me, it's Adam Cole. That's mine. Yeah, Adam Cole.
6: If we're talking about a singular reign, Adam Cole. If we're if we're talking about multiple reigns, it is Finn Balor, but single single reign is Adam Cole.
2: Since every everyone else, since everyone else is agreeing, I'm I'm going to shout out Gunther as the NXT UK champion. If he had had that reign, if he had agreed to come to the U.S. and be a champion over here, it would have went the exact same way. I think so. Uh, shout outs to Gunther. Shout out him. Walter Do you, did you say Adam Cole too. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Adam Cole,
0: Adam Cole, Adam Cole, Okay, okay, okay. I didn't know what you I didn't hear you say anything. All right. So let's dive into uh we'll dive into the questions first before, before we forget because I want to see everybody's answer. Just a little personal <laughs> so before we dive into the NXT uh to dive into the NXT topics, we're going to answer some little questions about NXTs just for you guys get to know us better. Or you guys can interact as well. Uh, so we'll start with favorite NXT male and female superstar of all time on the NXT brand. We're talking just you know when they were in, the, in the NXT Great. brand, so uh, we'll start with Mr. NXT himself, Lewis. We already know Johnny Gargano's on there, so <laughs> <laughs> yeah. let's say Johnny Gargano for the males. For the females that's crazy,
6: the is uh, I'm seeing that uh, I'm going to Raw tomorrow and they announced Gargano in a tag match, so I'm going stupid uh <laughs> yes my favorite nxt male superstar of all time is johnny gargano and he's by the by the end of his career he's gonna overtake christian as my favorite but my favorite Whoa,
0: hold on, hold on, hold on. he gonna be above christian, That's
6: he, christian? Well, most likely when he retires he gonna be above christian hold right? on, bro. i don't
0: think i don't think y'all understand bro i've known Lewis for a long time bro this this man would n- has never put anybody over christian in his life bro johnny gargano is gonna be above christian bro he could be. He could be.
6: Just like how you said, Roman could be. You know. You know. High on your lips, It's the same way. Uh, I'm wasting. Too, I'm wasting too much time. Um, and my favorite uh, NXT female superstar of all time. Come
1: on, man. The Queen of Spades, baby. It's the Queen of Spades, Shayna Baszler. See, see, you know what? Me and Lewis, we're gonna be on the same page. Shayna Baszler. We're not gonna have no issues this show. We are gonna, gonna be. I like ready. that. I like that. Uh, Pat, what about you?
5: Uh for my favorite female, I also went with Shayna Baszler. I think that her run was incredible. Ain't gonna be I mean, there's one person who could possibly touch it, but just as far as character-wise came in and destroyed everybody, just you know, please, if anybody from WWE is watching, give her a chance on the main roster as a singles run. Please give
2: yeah, Shayna because- a chance. That's what, we've been yeah.
0: asking. That's what we've been asking for the last you know, She's gonna weeks.
5: smoke Rhonda after
6: they tag team run. Don't worry, she's gonna yeah. smoke her.
5: And uh, favorite male NXT superstar is Adam Cole. I mean, just kind of goes without saying. I've I've followed Adam Cole since Ring of Honor, Bullet Club. I was so sad when he got kicked out of Bullet Club because I didn't know he was going to NXT. And then when he showed up and attacked Drew, I was all for it. So, yeah, undisputed era. Oh, shit. (laughs) Get my hands up. (laughs) Uh,
0: Nate, what about you, man? Favorite NXT
3: superstar of all time I was gonna say Sami Zayn, but I wasn't really watching NXT like that. Only seen the one match, and he got caught up. Like he got caught up after like 2016. Uh, So I'm gonna go Velveteen Dream, bro. I know a lot of people don't like him today, but Dream back in the day, bro. Dream, Dream was him. He was him. Every one of his segments, every one of his promos, like I was glued to the screen. His match with Aleister Black is so freaking good. And Aleister says his name. Oh my god, such an underrated match. It is. It is peak peak NXT. But anyway. Female, I'm going to go Shayna Baszler, but like everybody else, like, come on. Like, that's the that's the person I want to see on the main roster. And the fact that she never had the best match, she had all the time, the worst match on the card, like her matches were not that great. Like they were basic and that was it. But they didn't need to be anything special because she was a killer and she made you believe that she could actually kill somebody. And that's what made her my favorite NXT female superstar. Asuka. Had the same, uh, she had she had the same aura about her. But I, I wasn't watching NXT at the time. I didn't start watching till about like 2018-ish. So
0: Oscar was different, bro. Oscar
3: was different though. Oscar was different. I was I only watched like a couple months, and then my my uh, my little gift card expired for WWE. She was
0: uh she was so raw. They they didn't even have her title. <laughs> he just gave it up. She said, "Here." Yeah, I'm she was injured. She was I'm injured, injured. and she lost it. I'm too. She gave too, it up. I'm too dope. Yeah. You know, to, to to for NXT anymore. I'm coming up. So uh, Jay, what about you?
2: It's hard not to say Shayna Baszler. I just I, Shayna Baszler is is one of the most believable killers in WWE history. Uh, but I do want to shout out NXT Bailey. Like to me, there's almost nothing better than the aura that Bailey created when she came out for a match and takeover after TakeOver after TakeOver having the match of the night. Uh, my favorite male NXT superstar uh, of all time is Tommaso Champa specifically post DIY breakup Tommaso Champa when he had the most nuclear of heat that I have ever seen in my entire life? He literally came out to the ring for like what two or three months to a chorus of booze. That was his yeah. entrance music was a chorus so of good. booze, and then only because the booze came down a little bit, they had to give him entrance music. But my god, Goldie Champa post DIY breakup Champa was some of the most entertaining television on NXT I've ever seen.
6: I wanted to fight Chompa myself. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> tied in.
1: Um so for me, it was so hard to pick a favorite because I felt like everybody was gonna go Shayna. So for female, I definitely Shayna for sure. I actually thought she put on elite matches, me personally. But I'm also gonna give love to Io Shirai Because I think her run towards the end of you know what we know is the black and gold NXT. I think E.O. Shirai was the best, second best, maybe, women's wrestler on the planet at this time. Like, you couldn't have told me anything different. For men, um, Adam Cole's an obvious one. Again, everybody don't like him right now, but everything they said about Vel- Velveteen Dream, I pretty much second. The Velveteen Dream was one of the few guys, since I've really been, like, really, really into wrestling, Where I don't care what I'm doing. Like, cause you know, sometimes you watch, watch Raw, you watch SmackDown, you'll fast forward through some stuff. You know, that's the only time it's like, nope, I started from the entrance and I don't fast forward again until he's gone. Until like that, he was one of the few guys. And then Samoa Joe, because Samoa Joe's always been my guy. Anytime Samoa Joe does something, I want him to be, I want him to be the champion for like 500 days. I don't care. So Samoa Joe's my guy.
6: You know Malik's favorite
0: superstar ever is Bailey. Bailey right. is definitely for the for the girls for sure. Bailey's my favorite NXT superstar of all time. Not even just for women yep. though, in, in general for for men and women. Uh, for the men, it it was Shinsuke Nakamura for a long time. But after thinking about it, I'm not gonna lie. I think Braun Breaker's up there for me, bro. He take, he takes the spot for me. It's my favorite wow. superstar. Of all Over time.
5: Shinsuke? Over wow. NXT Shinsuke?
0: Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Brown That's Breaker, crazy. Bron Breaker takes my spot for my favorite. Actually. Well, it makes I sense. Mean, he's John Cena yeah. 2.0. So. He
5: really is. But, I mean, Bron's been killing Listen, it. Listen, I like, I like
2: what... what Breaker's doing right now. Yeah, Bron's yeah. been killing cool, bro. I, I love what Breaker did like yeah.
5: that. Yeah, because like, I even had the conversation with myself if I wanted to throw up Melo or Adam Cole because Melo just didn't.
0: going to act more. going to more was, was, was my favorite for a long time for, for the males, uh, but uh, – Run Breaker, his whole run, NXT, man. I don't
2: know, I'm the greatest. I'm yeah. the best, man. Also, I just
5: want to give a shout-out to, because he's not, he <laughs> hasn't been ish on the main roster, but I just want to give a shout-out to NXT Ricochet, because he was killing it in NXT. He's- I was
2: going to say the same thing. Ricochet was must-see TV every week he was on NXT, nice. like yeah. doing ridiculous yeah. stuff.
5: Yeah. His team I- with... His feud with the dream where he front flips out the ring. Oh,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Was amazing. yeah. Uh last, last shout-out I want to give, uh, because I just saw somebody say it, and I think it needs to
2: be appreciated more. Andrade. Oh, yeah. I loved yeah, Andrade. Andrade did good he work.
1: Loved Andrade. Oh, e- and Lord. again,
2: the, that's one of those, and I I I presume we're gonna get into this topic later, so I won't spend too much time on it. But Andrade is is a prime example of the the terrible side of NXT, guys who get so over and are so good and are so well booked on NXT. Get to the main roster and they just crash into a wall. Um And we forget how good Andrade was during that run. He had what two five star yeah. Dave Meltzer matches when he was on NXT. Yeah. Um, yeah I think so yeah. yeah, definitely. Yeah.
6: Meltzer don't even know what he told about half the time. Fuck Dave Meltzer. Yeah, damn right, yeah. I'm
4: talking to you.
5: Fuck that mail. Con- that mail conversation was a lot harder than I thought. I, I don't I disagree. To- Oh, yeah, I've melted. Yeah. But, yeah, the, the conversation was a lot harder for me than I thought because I thought Cole, I thought Ricochet, I thought Melo, I thought Aleister Black. Like, there were so many people yeah, that could have made this list. So, but like I said, I just – Adam what Cole, about, he's different.
0: What about uh, someone who should have been NXT champion, you guys think, in your eyes, someone who should have been the champion?
5: Ricochet. <laughs> mm.
1: is it, I made a top five on that a while is it just, ago. Is it just men or, like, period? Be
0: either
5: one, either one. I, I put Ricochet and The Dream. <laughs> Oh
6: yeah. I I remember when I was on TikTok, I did make a video about it.
0: I have two people in my in my head. Louis, who do you have? Um,
6: if I remember the five people that I named, one was Pete Dunn.
1: Mm, um that's a good one.
6: Uh th- this isn't in order so that nobody's like, what the fuck? I remember one a name I had it was Pete or Dunn, John. um, Kyle O'Reilly, uh-huh. um, LA Knight in the 2.0 era, because he was over as fuck. Um damn, who else? Who else? Um, fuck, fuck. fuck. Those are those are the three I had. Um, I remember saying Richie Steamboat. I re- Richie should have been NXT champion, especially in his feud with Cassius Ono. Um
1: Cassius Ohno.
6: Oh, and Tyler Breeze, that was the fifth one I had. Yes, sir. Shout out Tyler, Breeze. Oh, Tyler yeah, Breeze. Yes, sir. Tyler Breeze,
1: Breeze was the number yes, five. Shout, yeah. shout out Breeze, but man, Cassius Ono <laughs> is a name I have not heard in a long time
6: oh no! That's the, that's the five i had oh, i don't remember no. if i if i did have richie in the five but that's the five i come up with right now but those four for sure i remember having that video. my two
2: my two were tyler breeze my two were tyler breeze and there i mean i get that it was a good time beyond the next two women's roster you had ripley you had Shayna, you know um you had eo you had dakota it was really crowded when she was down there and ult- ultimately things paid off for bianca right mm-hmm. um but in the moment, I it drives you Bianca never got the title when she was down there. So, yeah, Bianca and Tyler Breeze for sure. Somebody said Ty Dellinger. That would have been a good one, too. Ty
0: Dellinger was over at one point. Uh, Dijakovic and Black and Gold. Era. Yeah.
4: yeah.
3: Uh, I think if he got yeah. more <laughs> time, Apollo Cruz. they yeah. brought him up way Wages. too fast. Wages. I was like, he was oh, yeah. in NXT one week, and then the next he was on Monday Night Raw. And then mm-hmm. and he never got the chance to develop his character. I think he would have been a a great NXT champion. I think would have been he would have been I dominant.
4: Mean,
2: look, look at what he's doing now. I think yeah. Apollo Cruz is doing Apollo Cruz right now in NXT is doing the best work of his career in my opinion. Yeah, all yeah. around. Mike, my, my get- ring work, character work. He
6: shouldn't get called up until he wins the NXT title. That's where I'm at with him. He yeah. he deserves that, paying all his dues. I still don't fuck with how he got too old by Melo. I think if they That's didn't want Melo to get pinned or submitted, they oh, could yeah, just give a disqualification. Awesome. They should just give a disqualification to Apollo. I didn't fuck with how he got swept. That was y'all, that was y'all didn't like that. I understand building up Braun and and Melo, but this is Apollo Cruz, a dude that you try to make look equal to Braun and Melo. You can't you can't sweep a guy like that. I mean, I okay, if so was, I understand if this was a situation like. Melo versus Grayson Waller and you have them too. Oh, that's it's whatever. But Apollo Cruz, the guy that you try to build up as a as one of the main head superstars, bro. You don't so, know.
1: So then I guess for me, where it's different is even though I think what y'all said is right, I think Apollo Cruz is doing the, by far the best work of his career for sure. Better than when he was a heel and like even that little US title run when he was feudal with her business. I liked him then, but I think this is by far the best work of his career. And even then, I never looked at Apollo on that same level. Like, I always felt like, all right, you're going to get your NXT title shot because eventually you're going to win the North American Championship. That's how I kind of looked at Apollo. Like, give him the NXT title shot because y'all set that up when he came back. So give him that. Lose to Melo. This gives Melo something because when Grayson Waller won, I didn't see that coming. I for sure thought that was Melo's match to win. So I was like, oh, that's actually genius. Give Grayson Waller the, the match at w- Vengeance Day or whatever. Apollo can Apollo can feud with Melo for a little bit. And then because we know we're setting up for Melo to win. So I always felt like Apollo is getting geared to win the North American title. Maybe is like, I, I don't, I don't want to see him as a heel again, but unless Wes Lee. You know, I don't think they're gonna do it. I don't think they're taking the and title Wesley off
6: for him. Whoa, right now! Exactly. I don't think
1: they're taking. I don't think they're taking the title off of him anytime soon. So I definitely think Apollo was being groomed for the North American. I just never really. So I guess that's where we differ. So I didn't mind the two 0 because I never really saw Apollo on that level. That's just me, though. Somebody said in the comments, I want to mention Austin
0: Aries. I actually forgot he's in NXT. For Austin Aries oh, sure. is a good. Uh, I ain't gonna lie. Even though he was only there for
6: a night, my boy James Storm. Why? Why'd you go? Why'd you go? <laughs> yeah, I'm
0: gonna say go? I'm gonna say another name, even because I feel like he got caught up way too early too. But EC three, I think, would have been a great. Yeah. Name. Oh yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, I, I hear
1: y'all. I hear y'all.
0: If you before so we go, 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 if you go, but I'm saying if you if you saw his run in Impact as champion. Oh okay okay. Uh, I mean
1: I I didn't so I don't know uh, I just it, know what it, he got. EC three so was awesome. that guy, bro.
0: Yeah, like
1: yeah, this yeah, is yeah. how I felt about EC three. Out of all the Velveteen Dream matches. Like when he was just putting over people, EC three was the one match he actually won. Like that's how I kind of everybody else got put over except for EC three. So I never really, really was an EC three yeah. guy during that his, time. His
0: run in NXT was. Oh, but it was yeah. definitely
1: early though. You yeah. him getting called up. You're right about that. that was yeah, he, he, real he quick.
2: Months. Real quick before we move on too much further, I just also I also need to make sure that that it gets acknowledged uh, Bobby Roode's work in NXT because he was so over and he was having great matches. And everything about his presentation was stellar. Um, yeah, we just got – I, I want to make sure we remember Rude in that conversation. I, th- to, I to, think to, Bobby
6: Rude's best team. match um, as NXT champion, <clears throat> in my opinion, was definitely his match at TakeOver Chicago against, against Hideo Watami, which that's another guy I felt like that should have been NXT champion. I felt like he was being groomed to be NXT champion, but the
0: injury. bad thing about
6: Hideo was he was too injury prone, man. Like right yeah. when they was getting ready to like give him that huge yeah. win, he just couldn't stay healthy, bro. It was
0: bad for him. Mm-hmm. So let's well, first off before you dive into the good eras of NXT, did anybody here watch it when it was the game show when they first when they first made it the game show? Oh yeah, yeah. yes, yes, yeah. yes. What was everybody's yeah. thoughts when it was the game show? So I mean, I don't first off I don't know if anybody is any familiar with most of those wrestlers were on the independent scene at that time, but when they made it the game show, it was I mean this is 2010 we're talking about, so it was it was a little interesting, It was different. I'm Like okay, it's a little interesting, it's different. Uh, the game show was okay. Now, obviously, the aftermath, when Nexus came, that shit was dope. When they, when yeah, they brought right. the Nexus yeah. and everything, that, that was phenomenal, but... The game show, I feel like, was cool for that one season. And then after that, I feel like it digressed a lot. Like, a lot of people weren't really keeping up with the uh, They had yeah. the game show in the second season. and they had the third season. You know what I'm saying? So, I kind of digressed a little bit. But uh, how did y'all feel about when it was the, the game show, NXT? Because so, I'll was-
2: I'll just say real quick, because I'm not going to take very long, because Malik kind of said exactly what I was going to say. I think even not thinking about the Nexus part of it, I think the first season of it was actually good. The interactions between the coaches and, and, the, and the competitors and – the, the challenges they had, but the longer it went, the cornier it got. And by the end of it, every time they had a segment involving the game show, I just wanted to pluck my eyes out. bro. Um, the, the, <clears throat> the longer it went, the worse it got. I can't remember
0: the name. I can't remember the name of the dude, bro, but I, I, I it's one of the cringiest things I've ever seen. It was the dude, he cut a promo on a mustache. Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah, that was yeah. awful. And, and don't forget the about the, the, genesis
5: the genesis of
0: McGillity. Of McGillity. McGillity. McGillity, yep, McGillity. yep, yep, yep. It, starting Shout now,
2: from this moment on, starting now. And by <laughs> so the way, tall. Eli Cottonwood is the name you're thinking of, Malik. <laughs> I think overall, what what we remember, name? That, that's the unfortunate part about the game show era mm-hmm. is that we remember way more of the memes from that than we do oh the my, actual. Nah. We remember the kissing contest. <laughs> we remember Lay Cool treating Cabal like their bitch. And we remember <laughs> the wheelbarrow race <laughs> where Titus oh on the yellows fell over. The now fact we that remember, Caval
6: won with Lay yeah. Cool as his coaches was even – That really was literally crazy, his talk. Though. He literally
3: rubbed his fucking head. It was weird. Yeah. The yeah, fact that Cole, you pair if I didn't know anything about Loki, like because I was like 10 years old when he came to WWE. But looking back, bro, this this is the man that knocked somebody out cold in an independent match. And now Lay Cool is dragging him around by his balls. I, it baffles me like the things that ha- it's insane.
6: You see the booking with Caval, though. Um, they weren't doing bad with Caval. Like, he had a couple matches on SmackDown he lost, and then, and then he pins Dolph Ziggler, beats Ziggler, and then he's like, I remember I won the game show, so I get an opportunity to face – this was the time when Ziggler was IC champion. He was like, I remember I had an opportunity for the Intercontinental Championship. I just beat the Intercontinental Champion, so I'm going to do it at Survivor Series. I felt like if they would have had him beat Ziggler that night, people would have taken the game show a lot serious because right there – you're, you're further showing that, you know, whoever wins NXT is the future. They have a shot. Yeah. And and <laughs> no. I'm sorry, Jay, but he should have beaten Ziggler that night if they were. No, they really I agree. In retrospect, I 100% agree.
0: Yeah. If you look at it, honestly... If I'm not mistaken, nobody who ever won ended up turning out to be like they never pushed Wade Barrett to become champion. Bro, Daniel Bryan was bro, one who succeeded. And he didn't even win, bro. Bro,
6: Johnny Kurt, bro Johnny Curtis won, and him and r Truth was supposed to get tag title shots, and they never got it. They still wow. haven't gotten it to this day. <laughs> Shout out Dango.
0: Maybe, okay, maybe wow. you know, who, who won the women's one that year was that Caitlin. Caitlin? Think, yeah, Caitlin. Yeah, it was that, yeah. She became Diva Champion. And everything she did, all right. Yeah. yeah, she had
6: a super slow burn to
0: be Diva yeah, champion. very, at very. At
3: one point,
6: she was Eve Torres's bitch. Yeah, yeah. he was getting paid by her every week. Yeah. but but can we
3: can we shout out Michael Cole and CM Punk's commentary? No, I oh my god,
5: CM Punk's commentary <laughs> during this game show was or so. But CM Punk did not care. The, at neither of no, Michael didn't care. Me, oh the man. only person that cared was Josh Matthews. That's the
3: only person that did not phone it in. Because he,
0: like, he knew he knew he'd probably he probably exactly, wouldn't get fired. Exactly. Exactly.
3: CM like,
0: like, I'm just ready to get back in the ring
3: at this point. Yeah. <laughs> I posted on Twitter, like, y'all thought, you'll think Michael Cole's unhinged now, bro. His stuff on NXT, <laughs> like NXT Redemption. He literally said, this, this show is a waste. I wasted an hour of my life. This is the worst writing I've seen. I was like, bro, oh my, like, he just didn't care. And the crowd didn't care anyway. No one cared. We're I don't care. Because I was watching Derek Bateman and Johnny Curtis's wedding, the acting was so over the top. You can tell they were just they were just doing whatever. Like, it was just like I'd always TV. die
6: every time they put Brodus Clay into athletic challenges and like just, struggling. They said like I remember there was this obstacle course um, that him and Johnny Curtis were doing, and it was like a beer pong thing where you had to put the where you had to put uh, uh, the ball inside the cup. Bro, he kept bouncing it off the table and missing. And he went off script, took the balls, and went. <laughs> he threw it into the cup. No, it was after after he missed like the oh, seventh time. Man. The ref was like, the ref was like, bro, this you know you don't have to, you know you don't have to bounce the ball off the table,
5: right? And he was like, fuck this.
4: <laughs> the
5: the I remember that. I remember the the backstage promo. I think it was after Johnny Curtis got called up and he's they go around and he's painting. He's all this is me. Oh, painting myself in a corner. I'm not going like, to do that bro. anymore. I'm like, like, what like, is going on? I mean, I he did remember, become Fandango, but I'm still.
2: I don't remember where when the, where this match took place. What season of it it took place? But I remember there was a there was a women's tag team match on the NXT Game Show that took place on Raw or SmackDown, and Michael Cole tore that shit apart. Oh, <laughs> yeah, the yeah. entire match. I don't remember. It was like something else was bothering him, and he just took it out on <laughs> that women's back. He tore that wow, thing apart, bro. and it's so hard. Cole didn't care. Oh my bro, god, that
0: shit was crazy. NXT The Game Show was just so oh crazy. my god. It was. Listen, that first season was cool, <laughs> but even in that first season, though, like it's still kind of crazy the fact that Daniel Bryan didn't even win. Though it was like That's right, bro. Right yeah, now fuck everything. this. I gotta oh, find somebody. This fuck who, now, somebody
1: for somebody who didn't like watch Ring of Honor. Like again, as a kid. My parents ain't really watching, so all I know is WWE. I used to, I would, I would, Daniel Bryan getting eliminated like off the rip. I think it was like the first or second one. Me as a kid, I'm like, yeah, you know, oh boy, mid. You know what I mean? And obviously, you go back, you go look at the other stuff. So, a hindsight, it's like, dang, y'all did Daniel yeah. Bryan like that. <clears throat> like, like. shout out to Heath Slater, who I think lasted the longest. Well, other than Daniel Bryan, lasted the longest out of that Nexus group. But in line side, I'm like, bro, why is he Slater? But and, I, and, and Husky Harris lasting longer yeah. than Daniel Ryan, bro. <laughs> yeah, like, what are we doing, Michael Tarver? Oh I my god, Michael Tarver, again, every week. I hey. like Michael hey. Tarver. Real quick though, for a little bit.
5: Real quick though, now Michael Tarver, now Monster Tarver spits bars. Go look up Monster Tarver on TikTok. He's, hey, he's you now, he's a Christian, Christian rapper. rapper. Yeah, he's a Christian he's, rapper. He's actually uh, really good. I, I heard him years really back style. and
3: I said, This is cheeks. I, nah, I said, man. At least you're doing it for the Lord, brother. Because
2: this
5: is nah, great. man. Go go listen to some of his new stuff, man. Have, he's I, actually I, really style.
2: Two things real quick about that original season one cast, though. First of all, I just want I just want to brag a little bit. Skip Sheffield, right back. He has he has me blocked on, uh, on <laughs> I, so I just want to yes, I sir. just want to call that out. I think he's got me blocked. Skip, uh, in shift, fact, Malik, you... Malik, our very first interaction on TikTok was when you made a video talking about how they dropped the ball with, with Ryback, and I stitched yeah. it and disagreed and said, no, even if WD hadn't dropped the ball, he was going to suck anyway. It was right after that when he blocked me. And then number two, <laughs> number two, Wade Barrett, looking back, I think we all agree that, you know, talent-wise, Daniel Bryan far and away should have won season one. But Wade Barrett, it took a while to get there, but that peak Wade Barrett – when he was bad news, Barrett in like 2014, 2015. My God. They they announced that he's going to be part of the downloadable content for 2K23, and I'm so stoked for it. it, it, I'm so stoked.
3: And if you're OG, you know about the JBL and Cole show and bad news, Barrett on the JBL and Cole show. When they put that on TV, (laughs) I was so happy. Oh,
1: my God. Even
0: even realistically, though, if you look at the Nexus era, like, he – he had potential, and they're like they, they oh, yeah. just, they, yeah. they just ruined the night. He should have. I mean, All bro, they had oh to do was god. win
1: at Summerslam, and like bro, get it
0: you, I Wade bro, if, been if fine. I if I could have fantasy yeah.
6: booked this shit, bro, oh my god! But if so when John Cena joined, bro, when John Cena That's... joined the Nexus, bro, or joined the Nexus, and Wade Barrett had his um opportunity to face Randy Orton, I believe what was it at TLC, bro, bro, like, bro and... I would have thrown the WWE <laughs> title on Wade Barrett. I would have thrown the world title on John Cena. Ooh, I would have thrown the tag titles with, um, uh, with with Slater and Gabriel. Bro, if they would have done that shit, the Nexus could have been an all-time great faction, bro, if they did girl. that shit. And within that, you could have built somebody else up to take down the Nexus and
0: try to not match Cena. You mean like the new Nexus? They could have built no, the a core. core. We should have got the core to take down the next. Nah, that's crazy. You talk man. about CDC, where he made it. New Nexus, when he was sacrificing yeah. people. They, they or when brought, they tried to make I don't know uh, why. the
1: new Nexus wasn't that bad, though. I'm not gonna hold no, it. It was trash, it was trash. Yeah, when they tried that to make Batista 2.0
5: with Mason Nathan Ryan Mason, okay, Ryan, Mason okay, Mason, Mason Ryan was crazy, was bro.
1: Mason
0: Ryan was made, Ryan was made they, brought bro. so Ryan.
1: Bad, they brought in Mason
0: bro. Ryan, they brought in they brought in the Husky,
1: Husky Harris, they brought in Michael McGillicuddy. Uh, uh, I'm not gonna lie. For me, the new Nexus wasn't as bad. Mason Ryan was made. But you know what's crazy? If you go
0: back and look at it, you know, two OGs destroyed both groups. John Cena single handedly destroyed. The original nexus and randy orton destroyed the new nexus
6: <laughs> uh hold on I, I got the clip for y'all right here <laughs> so it's it's brodus clay bouncing and then the ref is telling him bro you don't have to bounce it bro and then he keeps doing it and the ref is like bro Stop bouncing oh. it! <laughs> <laughs> he just took he just took all the golf balls and just tossed that shit, man.
5: Right. That is your NWA World Champion, everybody. Oh man, uh, star! Ty- of ty- commercial. The, let's go. the fact ty-
0: that to the uh, so let's we move out of the, the, oh the game show era and we get out Maxine too. Sorry, I just, we get out of the game show era. We move into you know the, the <laughs> brand era of NXT under the guidance uh so i'm gonna let lewis take the ball here because he started what well, he was watching this shit from from the start so i wouldn't well i started watching next to 2014 so you could take it from the beginning you know so i know they had a little tournament with seth browns and everything so you you could take us as far as you want in the beginning yeah so um
6: so at the beginning when i uh uh obviously started at the end of scw transitioned to nxt uh richie steamboat was fcw champion and i didn't like I didn't know if they were gonna make an NXT title and give it to Richie since he was the last FCW champion. But going into the to the startup of NXT, normally when you watch a brand, you don't, you know, you would you would obviously know like you know, you know, like when AEW first started, we know who you know who the top dogs are gonna be. It was gonna be like Kenny, the Bucks, uh, Jericho, and everybody else would have been a surprise. We we really didn't get that vibe in the beginning of the NXT era. It was just pretty much. Um, who can race to the top first, who can impress who more. And um, in the tournament, honestly, I thought Gender was winning just because um, I knew Gender from the main roster, and he was soloing everybody when he first got to the main roster, and I thought he was going to be NXT champion. Um, uh, but turned out to be Seth Rollins. I mean, I obviously watched Tyler Black and Ring of Honor, but I didn't, I didn't think they were actually going to push an independent wrestling star you know, in WWE, since it's not that known that they do that. So for Seth Rollins to do that, Seth Rollins as NXT, as the first ever NXT champion was cool, but it he was pretty much bland at this, uh, at this point in time, him being as a babyface because it really wasn't much to work with. Okay. On the mic in ring skills. We knew Tyler Black could work, but NXT back then was so limited with their match time and their match quality that he really didn't get to show much. So it wasn't until they formed the shield And the shield was also kind of weird because you're bringing in Roman Reigns, who was pretty much a businessman or a businessman gimmick. And then you had Dean Ambrose, who was Regal's bitch in FCW. And then you have them and then you you form them together. And it really worked out well for Seth Rollins because Dean Ambrose was the mouthpiece. Roman Reigns was the muscle and Seth Rollins had the ability to show off what he could do. So they showed a lot more. Um, more for Seth Rollins and how great Seth Rollins can eventually be inside the WWE. And then obviously the shield just taken over like the shield. Once they went onto the main roster and they won the titles, like Dean Ambrose defended the United States title on NXT uh, against uh Neville. And, you know, those three guys, they were pretty much the focal point of the future of what NXT was supposed to be and what it was going to be. And uh, they help put a lot of, I wouldn't say put a lot of eyes, but they help put notice that you know that they're willing to push guys from NXT, um, guys like Cash or Richie Steamboat. Um, like I said, I thought Richie Steamboat. Sorry that I'm talking so much, guys. I'm gonna I'm gonna chill out. But uh, with, with with Richie Steamboat, um, I came to later realize that it was injuries that was holding him back, because Richie Steamboat at this time was the most loved babyface. Richie Steamboat at this time was the most um over guy on the brand considering he was fcw champion and cassius ono he helped cassius ono be the most hated heel um singularly and then um around this time they were trying to get their footing i remember and then the shield obviously when they happen uh when they happened, they just the shield was all about creating more stars so what roman reigns and seth rollins do on the main roster they were doing that in nxt they were helping create stars the shield was helping create stars what was the main star that they created, Biggie fucking Langston? They created Biggie. They helped create Biggie Langston. The uh, Biggie Langston doesn't get an NXT title run. How Biggie doesn't get to where he is without the Shield forming, without the Shield dominating, and without Biggie going over and showing that he's the most imposing figure in NXT and he's more imposing than the Shield. And the he, Shield helped make stars. So he needs five. That's why Because he needs five. five. I'm sorry. I'm talking so much, guys. I'm sorry. Me, no, no, let no. no. Me, <laughs> let me jump
2: in. Let me jump in because I want to. I want to make a point real quick, Lewis. Um, I, and obviously, you're you're the per- absolute expert on the other days of NXT. But I I wasn't watching it religiously at the time. But I, I was in a, I was the I was an admin in a Facebook group called Intelligent Wrestling Talk, and it was just a bunch of nerds that talked about wrestling 24 seven. And it, it, it group had hundreds thousands of members. It, it went for years before it finally slowed down. But I will say that at the time like Lewis said, even though the early days of NXT were very limited on on time and what they could do in the ring, there was still this indescribable buzz around NXT because you got to think about where Raw and SmackDown were at the time. Raw and SmackDown, even the early days of NXT, were even pre-Pipe Bomb, right? So the Pipe Bomb hadn't even happened yet. And the Raw, Raw and SmackDown at the time were net deep in the PG era. Like, my God, everything that happened, on TV was so whitewashed and so watered down. Um, the most popular people at the time that were on the main roster were guys that came from elsewhere outside of WWE, like Punk and Brian and Jericho. Those were the guys. No one wanted to see Cena at the time. No one wanted to see Orton. Everyone wanted to see these guys that were. So when, when WWE created this third brand that was almost entirely made up of guys from outside WWE, and when we started getting the, the, the buzzes that Vince McMahon wasn't in charge of this, it was like, oh, shit. Oh, my God. You mean WWE's going to put out something watchable? Like, what? <laughs> um, so I think the NXT was able to get a foothold early on, even though maybe the, the quality wasn't as great early on because oh. of that general about being something different than what Raw and SmackDown were offering, which was so whitewashed and so neck deep in the PG era.
6: I think, I think NXT, the early stages of NXT, like, I look back at the early stages of NXT, and I would think, like, man, if, I, if this wasn't a WWE product and shit like that, if this was just a regular promotion, I'm not tuning in. But it was something about it being a WWE product, and not to mention, they already had the loyal fan support from Florida Championship Wrestling because they transitioned into that. That's what they replaced it with. And one thing that I truly appreciate about the beginning stages of NXT is they realized you know, we can't keep bringing up Raw and SmackDown superstars to NXT to have matches and then hopefully, you know, stars eventually be born. Like, you know, they did that with CM Punk and Seth Rollins. Um, they brought Randy Orton down here with Damian Sandow a couple Cesaro. times and shit like that. Cesaro. So one thing I truly appreciate <clears throat> is they realize if we want to make people stars in NXT, we have to use our guys to help elevate the other guys. Yeah. And when The Shield came into play... That's what jump-started, hey, we can make our own homegrown talent. We can make our own stars. We can go ahead and, you know, we can produce people in the future. Like I said, Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins, Dean Ambrose, The Shield, and then without The Shield, we don't get Big E Langston going up. And then without Big E Langston, we don't get the underdog story of Bo Dallas and then Bo Dallas transitioning into a cocky heel because he beat a dominant figure like Big E Langston. We don't get these things. And honestly, it all starts with The Shield pretty much it all starts with the shield just being that damn good at making stars and how young they were.
5: Yeah. That's what our, I really loved about the early days of NXT. Like, of course you had the, the people like, like Brian and things like that, but the, the homegrowns were allowed to almost like experiment, I guess you would say, you know, try things that work and try things that didn't. And I, and it was so long ago that we forget. So, of you know, just a couple of those people that either are gone now or, have transitioned into not being as great but like i mean like for example like uh enzo and Cass back then were super yeah. over uh, yeah. even back in early nxt baron corbin lone wolf gimmick was super over and so they were allowed to just try these different things that they wouldn't be allowed to try under vince on the main roster that it built like jade was saying it built like this isn't normal main roster television this is something that we can tune into and it helped build that loyal core fan base and that's one of the things i really really love i mean it's still kind of that way now with 2.0 but black and, black and gold going backwards peak like they had that core fan base almost like an indie fan base that just made every superstar so much more over and so much more popular that. By the time they got to the main roster, everybody was expecting, well, because of what they were in NXT, they need to be something important. And obviously, in hindsight, that only worked like 10% of the time. But just seeing those people, I remember, <clears throat> I remember very stiffly sitting on my couch with my dad watching wrestling the night that Enzo and Cass debuted and watching that audience come just unglued. Door, and I had been watching NXT, so I was super hyped, but my dad, who's a casual, was like, who are they? I was like, oh, <laughs> get ready! Get ready! You're about He's to find out who they are.
0: Much, Especially, I, I like, think, look, I think, think from I the
6: like, early stages of, I'm gonna, I'm gonna call it White Matt because that's what they had in the beginning. I'm, the early stages of White Mat NXT, um, when you had the Shield being called up on Survivor Series, um, you guys, you guys, you guys were, you guys were probably like, yo, like, who, like, who the fuck is this? Like, who, like, who the, like, I don't know who the fuck these guys are. Let Get these people off my TV. Malik was probably like, I want Cena to win. What the fuck they doing? <laughs> You know what I'm saying? But but you hear that these guys are from NXT and, the, and then they're so booked dominantly on the main roster, it's like, okay, let me, you know, that's how they got viewers to NXT. Like, okay, let me th- these guys are cool as shit. They're putting on bangers. Now let's check out NXT. And then, you know, you <coughs> check out the early white mass stage of NXT, Richie Steamboat, mm-hmm. Capsono, Biggie Langston, uh, the early stages of the ascension. You got guys like Damian Sandow still down there just developing. And and now you finally get your viewers that the shield attracted and then now you can finally build more homegrown talent for people to be like all right who's this who's this who's this who's this this?" as if they're a regular ron smackdown viewer which was great for nxt at the time because they didn't have any big names you know like tyler black was probably the biggest name that they got but you know not everybody watches indie wrestling i like i knew who tyler black was but yeah um it, it was such a it's yeah. such a it's such a big thing because later on down the line people who watch just strictly nxt um they bring in a new guy and they're like oh, i think i knew that guy from somewhere i think i know that other guy from somewhere so they're bringing in town from all over the world and just helping to build yeah. up which was amazing yeah.
5: i also think another thing that helped early nxt a lot is they had to get their superstars over and their point across in an hour it was yeah. short it was yeah. sweet so they're like, okay, we need to put on good matches. We need to do good promos. It all needs to be clear and concise. There's no filler here because we only have an hour to do it. And like I said, it took it took a feeling out process. But because you can see in some of those early, pro- like one of my favorite early promos was uh, early. And I, we know we just talked about but early Big Cass and Enzo. And Big Cass is cutting a promo. And Enzo is just behind him nodding and like repeating what he's saying. And then he talks about them being uh hard tacos like yeah because we're hard tacos not s-a-w-f-t soft tacos and it's hilarious now looking back in hindsight but it wasn't like peak enzo and that's a feeling out process but just little character notches and things like that help build so many same thing when you look at the four horsewomen and becky was not becky becky was yeah she was she was doing the irish jig when she came out and You know, like I said, the feeling out process took what it did, but because they had the loyal FCW fan base and the full sale fan base and that time, that it was like, okay, we're going to give these guys time to build. And they did that. And I mean, NXT became. We all talk about how, by the time Black and Gold came around, NXT wasn't developmental. It was a third okay. brand. Yeah, pretty it much. was the black sheep third brand, but it was still a third brand. And for a lot of people, it was the brand that mo- a lot of people preferred over Raw and SmackDown just because of all of the great
1: things were coming and, on. Let's say. And the- of course, I I I, I saw obviously. I, I'm like, I didn't watch it when it first came out, but I've gone back. Um, I just want to give some love to NXT now, because I know a lot of people. Tuned out, turned off. Pretty much after Samoa Joe won, we knew there was a reports they're gonna take these next four weeks. Then they're gonna change it. We we knew we knew what it was. We knew the writing on the wall. Triple H was gone. Vince took over. Um, for those people, if you're watching the show right now, you watch it on replay. If you guys have not watched NXT the entire way, I think NXT needs to get a little bit more love than it does because even though we were annoyed. Because, oh, the guys we like are not going to get used. They know we're going to get a situation like a Vaughn Wagner in the Fatal 4-Way first night. Like, that's going to happen. But if you watch, because I haven't stopped. I have not stopped. I've watched NXT. I haven't either. The stories are the same. The quality of story, the 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 concise storytelling that we got is still the same. Yeah. It's just unfortunately the women's quality matches have gone down. Like, unfortunately, it's it's you can notice we, you don't have the Io e. Shirai, Candice LeRae, Bianca Belair. You don't have that quality of talent all sitting in a ring. I mean, all sitting in a locker room anymore.
4: Right.
6: So
1: you had to you had to get through the the early Electra Lopez matches and the Valentina Faraz's. You just had to get through that. You uh I, I even think they had B Fab. Wrestle one time and then beat yeah, fab and Alexa
6: Lopez in a no DQ
1: match, yeah. yeah like, you so you <clears throat> had to kind of get through that, yeah. but you look at the stories as a whole, yeah. you look at the way they tell stuff, it's the same. It's yeah. just now, like, it's just now, I think. And one thing I also want to credit is that NXT crowd because I think after week one, week two, they were kind of uh, and I like it's almost as corny. I almost feel like they had a meeting and said, you know what. It's not their fault NXT is looking like this. So the same energy we gave before, let's give it now. And it's helped tremendously. Yeah. Not gonna hold you. <clears throat> Andre Chase is my favorite right now. Andre Chase and I, is a dog. I, I genuinely, and I genuinely feel that's because of the crowd. Like yeah. there's there's not many things I've physically watched that gave me goosebumps. The Dudleys return, goosebumps. Enzo and Cass debut. Goosebumps that chase you chant the first time I heard it, and then when they did it in the arena, when they went back to the arena, goosebumps. And that's true, sure. that's to credit to the crowd, like the stories they're telling are still great. It's just yeah. unfortunately they had to go back to development.
6: But I think 2.0 and white mat era are very similar because, like you said, a lot of people's favorites or people that they know weren't going to be used the same way or at all anymore. But I think, what, like the main thing that I love about the NXT crowds is they give everything a chance. Uh, it's not like main roster crowds. Like they see one thing, they're like, ah, fucking get this shit off my fucking TV. Like the first time the chase you shit happened, bro. Like if that shit was on, if that shit was on the main roster, Andre Chase would be would be getting dragged on Twitter all like the whole time until he's gone. But they gave it a chance, and it's finally over, and it's actually catchy. I think that's something the NXT fans do well is they give some shit a chance. And we and we were back in this era where it's developmental and now we have to give this shit a chance. We have to let these guys develop, <laughs> let them find their footing the same way we did in the beginning for guys like <laughs> Seth Rollins, Dean Ambrose, Roman, Big E, and, and shit like that. Right. I think, people, I think people just
1: gave up on it because it was a Vince McMahon reinvention. Mm-hmm. So uh-huh, have, but then when we realized... I it, what I realized early on is that, okay, Vince changed it, but he's still not. He's still not doing nothing. These stories are still good. And, and last point that I want to say to that, because to, to what Lewis just said, like people still got to develop. Yeah, I'm not going to hold you. I don't think Roxanne can cut a promo yet. She's not. She She's getting there. I don't think she could cut a promo yet. It still feels very developmental is. Hmm. I don't think so. Could, could cut a pro like a real true promo yet. It's compared to the rest of NXT's women. It's good. But main roster, she would get destroyed. You know what I mean? But without this developmental, so Rook is over just because of her finisher. Like, if we really keep it above, she's a great athlete. That finisher is OD. Roxanne has been able to connect with the crowd, not to the same level, but almost Bailey Hugger type. Not to the same level, but she's almost like a Bailey Hugger type where people Ooh. just want to root for her as that baby face to see her do good. It's not the same level, though, obviously. Bailey Hugger was a completely different thing. But we we look at that, and then even <coughs> even even uh on the men's side too, we knew Carmelo Hayes was gonna be nice because he was he was on the way in the black and gold area. Yeah. They just changed it when he got there. Mm-hmm. Like I still I still am upset that we never got Carmelo Hayes Adam Cole too. I'm still yeah. upset about that. Yeah. So like we knew day, I man. knew he was coming. You know what I mean? But like you look at guys like who I think have really like Grayson Waller. He surprised me because I thought he was just gonna be that annoying heel, that kind of like, "Hey, get off my screen." But he's actually—I mean, I'm engaged in what he does. You got guys, um, like to a lower extent too. I'm not gonna hold you, Dobokato. I know he hasn't done much yet, but you yep. can just see the wonders that that performance center is doing for him. Like he just feels mm. different. It like you can, mm. like some guys you could just tell, and it feels different. And I think. Mm. I think COVID, obviously, you know, it was a pandemic. You know, a lot of people lost people. We never wanted that to happen. But if you're going to make a positive out of it, I think NXT, you know, having to be in the performance center and having to really focus on developing again, I think it's just going to do wonders because we got spoiled. We got, all of us got spoiled. Jade, you said it in like episode one or two, you said NXT uh in its peak was one of the best things or one of the worst things that ever happened because we got great TV, great quality, but we got spoiled. And now that we're going back to developmental, I think it's just gonna do wonders all across the board, and you can still bring in like a dragon lee, you know, and you can still bring in uh other like I mean, obviously, Jay White's not going to NXT no more because Triple H is running the main show. But you could still bring in those guys, but focus on the developmental. And I think NXT is really think, in a great spot. Yeah, I think
6: what uh, my bad. Go ahead, Pet. I
5: talked enough. I was just gonna say, like, I like I think, like, I agree with what G Baby saying, but not agree with you saying that that building process that the, the core fans are giving everybody is very similar to how it was in the early days. Because when we when we talk about black and gold peak, well, you know when NXT was at its highest whatever. When you really really break it down when you think of the the big name superstars Gargano, Champa Cole, everybody like that, it was basically at that point it wasn't a I mean it was a WWE thing still but it also kind of wasn't because those guys weren't WWE homegrown talent. It was another indie show, yeah. at least in my opinion. And so yeah, now, that now that we've now that we when NXT 2.0 started and people realized, oh well, all of our favorite guys aren't there i mean some of them were there for a little bit but all of our favorite guys aren't there anymore well we're gonna tune out well if you go like i said uh g baby said it perfectly they gave everything a chance and Braun has i was i'm not gonna hold you i was not high on Braun when he came out i was thought he was bland i thought he was trying too hard to be his his pops like i was not but just watching him grow as a champion seeing the things he's able to do actually hearing him getting able to talk and cut a promo carmelo hayes grayson waller andre chase uh, I I like Roxanne. So, I do. I, I I know she needs a little bit more building, but again, I'm, I'm willing to give it a chance. You know, just that that building process and seeing these people because 2.0 started what a year and some change ago. Almost, almost two years, about two years. Ago. Yes, we're approaching me, two
1: years. We're approaching okay. two years. So, so we're coming up
5: on so, so we're coming up on two years, and we're starting. Well, we're not starting, but like now we're seeing that these guys and girls are capable of being great. They're capable of doing great things. You just have to give them time to get there. And that's what I think fans need to realize. It's not going to be Adam Cole, Aleister Black and Johnny Gargano every week. These are new building superstars. Give them a chance to build, give them a chance to be great and let them show. If they fail, they fail. Then you'll have another bold Dempsey on your hand and he'll be gone. But if you let the them build.
6: Over, man. You know so, what I'm
2: saying? But, so, so we've, I think we've gotten ahead of ourselves a little bit. I want, I want to go back. And I want to, I feel like I want to, I want to go back and I want to continue the timeline through NXTs. I think there's still some interesting stuff to be had back there, but real quick, Nate, I know you said that you didn't really watch it. Do you, I mean, I just haven't heard from you. Do you have any follow-up? Was there anything you took away from the early days? I just want to make sure we don't. The early, early days of NXT? Yeah. Yeah.
3: No, I was just going to say about 2.0. I appreciate them bringing back gimmicks. Like not everyone's just a wrestler. Like even if the gimmicks are corny, like, at least someone has a character, which I realized, which everyone was seeing, like, the first, like, few months of NXT. Like, whether it was a Tony D'Angelo or they were changing Saray to, like, this schoolgirl gimmick. I'll, a lot of people were getting mad, but I was like, dude, you're giving these people, like, characters to build around. Like, you can have the these goofy, like, the, the Legado del Fantasma versus uh, whatever Tony D'Angelo family. Yeah, the D'Angelo yeah, family. Yeah, the D'Angelo like, family. You I was of that. Yes, you have a chance to make a story like that with those type of characters and have these crazy vignettes where people are getting kidnapped and put in the trunks. And I'm like, yes, that's what wrestling needed more of. That's what mm-hmm. WWE needed more of because a lot of guys were just, ah, oh, I'm a wrestler. Hey guys, my, my name, my guys, name, my guys, name is, no, no offense to Adam Cole. Adam Cole is amazing, but it's like, my name is Adam Cole. I'm great at wrestling. That's which which that's great. how
6: which, I definitely describe Adam Cole, yo. It's like, <laughs> it it's works like some him. people don't He's need guy. Guy. it's like some people don't need to, that's how it's like, in sometimes wrestling, there's just some certain guys who really don't need a character. And right. Gargano and Adam Cole fall into that category because they're just wrestlers. Champa, Champa was the black yeah. card. Champa had a yeah, character. He did. That man was obsessed. Yeah. Um, Jade, if I may, I Jade, if I may, real quick, three things I want to say. Yeah. Number one, yeah. Um, if let's just continue pouring love on 2.0. I don't think uh, this th- this is top two. I think there hasn't been and like any better. Career resurgence, what they have done with Wesley from Wesley Pass. winning oh, yeah. the NXT tag titles the second time with Nash Carter. I and thought he his was done. Partner, bro, his partner getting released. I was asked Malik. I was yep. I was a huge Wesley fan then. And like I've been I've been riding I with for my sure dog. thought he was I've done. I've been riding with my dog. Everybody thought Wesley was done. Then he was, then he was doing the stupid like boxing thing with Trick Williams and shit. And then he started getting momentum. He started building up fan support, wins a fan poll, goes against Carmelo Hayes. Car- And then they do this story, like Nate said, Carmelo Hayes is threatened. He knows the kind of guy Wesley is. Takes out Wesley. That's bringing on more fan support for a guy like Wesley. Shout out to Carmelo Hayes, who knows how to work crowds, too, and has has so much IQ.
2: Wesley got so
6: over North American champion, is having a run of a lifetime. Number two career resurgence, Duke fucking Hudson. Nobody knew what the fuck Duke Hudson was doing. He got his head shaved by Cameron Grimes. He had a poker gimmick. He threw him with Chase U. It made Chase U even bigger. And that only happened
1: because the other guy got fired. That's literally the only reason that happened. Chase U
6: got over. Duke Hudson got over. They both got over with each other. And Chase U was amazing. I hope Duke, I hope they get tag titles. Or Duke gets a North American title. They break up. They have a feud for a title. Something. They all deserve it. And number three. We often hear wrestling all the time. Like... You know, a guy like AJ Styles, you know, he would he couldn't hang with King Kong Bundy back in the day. You know, we, like, old heads say the most randomest shit, right? I heard a lot of people say, these 2.0 guys, they couldn't hang with the black and gold guys. The thing that I loved about 2.0, what they did perfectly, is shown that the 2.0 guys, the four guys that they chose, Waller, D'Angelo, Breaker, and Melo, that they could hang with the top four guys that they chose for black and gold. Gargano, Ciampa, um, uh, uh, Dunn, and LA Knight. They showed that... You guys can hate on hate on us all you want, but them boys proved these young bulls proved that uh, prove that they can hang with the black and gold era guys, and they did a phenomenal <laughs> job of doing that. Braun Breaker had an amazing showing, showing that he's the next top dog. Carmelo Hayes showing that he's he's that heel that's willing to do whatever it takes. T- Tony D'Angelo around this time he was still building up the character. Grayson Waller showing that he's willing to risk it all. Like these guys had character developments in the black and gold. Um, in that black and gold match but they showed that in ring wise they can hold their own they can put on a match they can put on a story and that disrespect has to stop
5: yeah Yeah. i agree i also also think real quick and i'll let you go i just want to say this real quick i think wwe is very very smart by sending down main roster talent for small micro feuds and i know that you know you can make the argument about whether the main roster people should win or lose but personally as much of a rickshaw fan as i am it was perfectly justifiable in storyline for Melo to beat Rick yep. Grayson going okay. against AJ Styles, a little bit different. I understand why they put Styles over. But just having, in storyline purposes, having AJ Styles recognize Grayson Waller puts more eyes on Grayson Waller. You know, I, I was very confused when they let Dolph win the NXT championship. But just to show that, you know...
2: I was hypocritically time, okay with that but just
5: just as I mean again we we -hmm. everybody has their well except for Jade everybody can take their digs at Dolph but Dolph is he's great in the ring and he's solid he's a former world champion and things like that so when you have him win that and then you can still have somebody like Braun take down a former world champion, even though he's, you know, sort of declined over the years. Like, that still proves that they're doing something, like to Lewis, Lewis's w- credit.
6: WWE also knows the right time went to stat pad Because Braun Breaker, when he was NXT champion, his first run, it was cool. It was all right. But it was something about Dolph being champion and people just hating Dolph. Like, he was getting booed when he got into the 2.0 arena. Just getting booed. Not he gave man. LA Knight a chance. LA Knight yeah. was yeah. great.
5: Beard Bob, Dolph is great, great man. man.
6: But Dolph, Dolph being booed, and then it's like, who's going to beat Dolph? And then you got the former NXT champion like, hey, how you doing? I'm right here. And that just catapulted Braun. Two-time NXT champion, about to be a year.
2: It's great, man. So Shout out
5: Beard Dolph. Yeah, go if, ahead, if Jay.
2: Though, okay, I know we kept cutting you off, man. Yeah, go no, ahead, Jay. We'll fine, let you get to it. It's there. fine. Now, listen, wait, we were going to have to talk about 2.0 eventually. Now, if it's okay with Malik, we've talked about the beginning. Now, we've talked about the end, right? We've covered – Modern day 2.0 NXT. So now, I'll, if it's okay with you, Malik, I want to take us back and I want to start connecting the dots. So, and I'll let I want and, and I want to toss it back to Lewis. I want Lewis to start this conversation again. I think God, that's talk too much, place. man. Let's, let's hand it to Nate but for a no, little bit, man. This year episode,
3: well, man. So, this is this is so yeah, this is NXT, man. Uh,
2: yeah. So, so yeah, but no, I want you to start, Lewis, because again, you've been there since the beginning. You're yeah. the most passionate about it. So I think we're all we all defer to you to start the conversation. So, so Lewis, what were your What was going through your mind at the time as we transitioned from, okay, NXT is made up of all these FCW guys that were already here. And then we went into what I would call the indie influx era, where suddenly the top guys were coming in from outside. Shinsuke, Owens, Zayn, um, uh, uh, Samoa Joe, Adam Cole was kind of the last big one to happen. So how do you compare the indie influx era to the beginnings? Was it, I mean, as far as like, I guess obviously success-wise it was better because that's when most everybody started watching NXT is when all these big guys started coming in. But um, at the time, how did you feel about the shift in prerogative for them?
6: Well, at the time, at the time um, when they were bringing in a lot of this indie talent, well, I'll try to connect the dots later on, but the indie talents that we had that was was like really getting over was obviously Sami Zayn and and Neville, which was – El generico and Pac. Now, um, I remember first watching Sami Zayn, especially when he was starting uh, getting really over. I'm watching Sami Zayn. I'm like, what the fuck they chanting Ole, Olay, Ole. Because you know, a kid like me, I've watched so much wrestling, but like I'm I'm so dumb, I couldn't connect the dots. And then I'm like, This motherfucker looked like El generico. That's it, like, This motherfucker looked like El Generico. And then I did research, I said, hold on, same beard, same chest hair. Same move. I said it's El generico. And then I went on one, Wikipedia. I said, Oh shit, it's El generico. Sammy's no, it's like, not. It's not generico. It's not
5: it's he's, a, he's he's in the went Mexico. to an orphanage. He's yeah. in Mexico. Right <laughs> no, <laughs> but, oh, so, yeah, so to like yes, add so on to that, that
0: next he was with so I remember the first yeah. time I started watching when shout out to Mr. Floyd. If you ever see this, my teacher when yeah. I was in high school, he's the one who's like we, we he's a big wrestling fan like me, and we would always talk wrestling, and he was showing me <laughs> He was talking about this match. He was talking about Sami Zayn versus Cesaro, the two out of three falls match at NXT. And he was like, you haven't seen this match? He was like, listen, go on the network, go watch the match. Tomorrow when you get back to school, come tell me about it. And I watched the match, and that shit was perfection. And I came back and said, nah, that match right there was I think, different. I think that was, the, the ma- that was one of the matches that
6: definitely put NXT on mm-hmm. the map. Because yeah. like I said, yeah. that's when they got a lot more comfortable with the match quality. Oh. They're getting a lot more comfortable with the match timing and trusting indie guys to actually – take over you know like when neville came i knew that was Pac off rip i said oh shit pock here why is he called neville that ain't his name but they, i'm a little kid at this time so that's that's what my mm-hmm. mindset was so seeing these guys from other promotions and uh, other promotions and i'm like wow like wwe is really like wwe is the like shit you know like you ain't shit if you ain't in wwe that was the mindset i had as a kid so yeah. so yeah. seeing these guys just slowly take over and and um. obviously Bo Dallas beating Biggie Langston the character development Bo Dallas had Bo Leave, Bo Leave that he beat Biggie Langston became overly cocky because he beat Biggie Langston no matter how he did it and then I think Bo Dallas did a great job with his character development and also elevating um, Neville to, to a higher standard because without Bo Dallas' run we don't get the ladder match that he had with Neville and then with that ladder match we don't get Neville showcasing really what the fuck he can do like Neville out here doing O five fours and then Red Arrow. How I many y'all saw the Red Arrow before y'all saw Neville? I, mean, I probably never saw it. So it gave to be honest,
2: know, I, I saw I saw Pac and El Generico in an indie show in Illinois in twenty eleven, and it was the best thing I've ever seen in my life. And so I did beautiful. see the Falcon; it was amazing. Yeah, for, for me,
5: for me, man. Like uh, there used to be a a Twitter page, and I, I don't have Twitter anymore, so I don't know if it's still a thing. But there used to be a Twitter page that I followed that was called Peep This Match, and it was a, a dude would just post random matches from all over like even wwe matches and things like that he was post so that's how i found a lot of indie people and then i remember uh i wasn't like real real big on nxt i, I kind of popped in on occasion so i saw that zayn had got there but i wasn't really like watching and then i remember i was on facebook one night and a, a buddy of mine had t- had tweeted samoa joe is in a wwe ring i went what and i immediately turned on nxt and then from there i just i spent like a weekend and i just went back and watched everything up until then and then just seeing everybody else come in after that it was just like oh okay Th- this is about to be good like and by then you know you already had you know Rollins and them transitioning out you know so they had again like Lewis said they had set the groundwork and paved the way and then these indie guys just elevated it to such a different yeah. it was a whole different monster once it got yeah. to that era and
0: yeah, once you started but to started getting the independent people that people would yeah. with like Kevin Steen and yeah, it's, it's like, it's like yeah. people
6: they knew. It, you know, yeah. it's crazy because like, like, like yeah. I said, I watched Ring of Honor. Ring of Honor is my favorite promotion ever. Like, I, I watched Ring of Honor since 2011. Like I said, when Sami Zayn, you know, like I'm a little kid. You know, what I'm saying I don't know how to connect the dots. You know, when I mean little, I'm in middle school, but I still don't know how to connect the dots like that. Even mm-hmm. as an adult, I still don't know. So. um <laughs> Um, I'm over here seeing Sami Zayn. I'm like, fucking, that's El Generico. That looked like El Generico, and then connect the dots. Religion. El Generico. He's in. He's in. Yeah. He's in Mexico. But I'm like, dude, what the fuck? And then Kevin Steen, like Kevin Owens. Uh, they changed the name to Kevin Owens. I think the main thing that it took a little bit for me was to get used to the names. But um, the indie guys, they they added the match quality. They added the the match timing to give NXT. Uh, the other homegrown talent, um, more ability to showcase their work. But also at this time, uh, they also showed that um, NXT could also be used as career resurgences. Like, they sent Tyson Kidd down here, and he had an amazing feud with Neville. And then they had an amazing fatal four-way between uh, Neville, Kidd, Breeze, and Sami Zayn. And that started Sami Zayn's babyface um, rise. So like, the first... He was the first true baby face, yeah, his first right. like love
0: baby face because a lot of people thought that fatal Four was gonna be his like he was gonna get that fatal four and, and take the dove and
6: when neville pulled that when 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 Zane did the the suicide dive and shoved neville out uh out of the pretty much like out of the uh the ring area over the barricade, and when Neville pulled the ref um away from uh pulled the ref away from Sammy to stop the count like as a kid i'm over here like bro that's your friend bro like you really going to fuck him over like that and then
2: the way he won i will I was say sad, I, I will say too that it the 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 indie guys coming into nxt i think it was a very symbiotic relationship them coming in was great for nxt nxt was great for them because again remember the period that we were at at the time 2012 to like 2015 right going into 2016 WWE was still so focused on guys like John Cena and and Randy Orton and all these guys that were still hanging around. Um, And so NXT gave these guys something to go for because before, you know, maybe they would have never gotten hired without NXT because there was already too much talent on the main roster. But I think it was also really good for the indies. And I know that WWE gets a bad rap for, especially over in the UK for, you know, Taking over all the territories and all that stuff, but um, when all these guys came in, like for me, because again, I grew up in Arkansas, I was so far away from all the major independent circuits, I didn't have the time to go looking for it. So when these guys, when when Owens and uh, and and Sami Zayn and and Pac and all these guys debuted, Finn Balor, I didn't have the foggiest idea about any of these guys, and I had to go look them up, and that got me wanting to go and do take more of an effort to look up other guys that are in the Indies at that moment, because I wanted to be the one to be able to say when these guys debut on NXT, I watched that guy. I was with that guy from the beginning. So I think NXT also had a positive impact on the indie circuit. Once these guys started coming in as well, I think it was a hugely beneficial for all three kind of areas. I also and, feel and Jay, like, Oh, my bad, G. I talked enough. Go ahead. No, no, no. I was just going to say
1: like to Jade's point, I think, I think that's an excellent point because I was going to bring it up earlier. You look at WWE right now, today. How many of the top stars came from NXT?
5: Exactly. I was just about to say that. that. that, that,
1: that showed, in the women's and chamber And in the men's division.
6: In Bro, the that shows men's division, how...
1: Um, all that, of them.
6: That shows that made. everybody needs development. You're like, you look at Roman Reigns right now. You were casual, like like you a casual that didn't watch NXT you would think Roman Reigns is blowing up but Roman Reigns doesn't become the biggest superstar in the world without NXT of course exactly. he didn't do much in it of course he didn't yeah. do much in NXT but he needed that to get where he is today Seth Rollins that's why that. He's highlighting,
1: you know what's crazy though, he's highlighting him talking with like even though he's using it to like get at Cody, him highlighting the fact that Dusty Rhodes Dusty saw the You hear anybody yeah. talk about Dusty Rhodes they always be like that's why they called him the grandfather of NXT mm-hmm. Dusty Rhodes was so <clears> crucial <throat> that you look at the WWE today compared to WWE in 2014 or 2014-2013, or right? When NXT was really starting to take mm-hmm. off.
4: Yeah,
1: The star, the top stars, the main event talent you push today, pretty much every single one of them, except for Brock, came from NXT. And even That's then, right? Brock is pretty much on his way out.
0: But so that's I like at 2013.
1: Yo, I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah, that's what I like about
0: like the era that we're in because this era kind of reminds me a lot of, of the beginning. If you look at the beginning of the ruthless aggression era. A lot of those mm-hmm. talents came from OBW. You just didn't know back then because yeah, right. OBW wasn't big. Like when John Cena, Brock Lesnar, Randy Orton, Batista, Sheldon Benjamin, all these people came up, you just thought that he was just in WWE. Like all oh, these mm-hmm. people, like they first ever wrestled, but they had been wrestling for years. You know what I'm saying? In OBW, oh. they've been developing. They're, I think they're slowly trying to transition back into what that used to be. And now that obviously, obviously NXT is bigger than OVW and people watch NXT, you can watch it weekly and everything. I think that's the goal that people are starting to set. Like if mm-hmm. you look at with NXT, they always got people that I feel like they like and they want to push. And then they, they kind of sprinkle a little bit everybody in there and see what everybody else can do. Like Gargano and Ciampa started off in a tag team. And then when they split up that tag team, they become the two biggest stars in NXT. You know what I mean? So I, I like mm-hmm. how, how NXT has developed and grown, especially yeah. during you know the mid like 2014, 2015, 2016. Like even though all the independent wrestlers they got for me, like Tank over Brooklyn one, that was a game changer
6: for for me. It was for, yeah. for number out, one.
0: No, number one alone was the atmosphere it was crazy. Like, go back and watch that show. The crowd interaction was great. The Sasha and 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 was the that Bayley the match. first like true stadium show they had?
6: That was the that was the very
1: mm-hmm. true yeah. first. Yeah, yeah. Sasha yeah. Bailey because I know they yeah. had yeah. some live. but That was the true. Like, they
0: had I, Sasha I, Bailey, the latter <laughs> match, <laughs> with Kevin Owens they and had Vaughn villains
6: versus Buddy Murphy and, uh, wow. versus uh, uh Buddy Murphy and uh yeah. and Wesley Blake, uh, Bat- with blue pants. Oh my god,
4: yeah, they had they had that was Apollo Cruz's debut.
5: But even then, like, even like with with, you know, I'm not you know, not trying to get off the WWE thing, but even then, like, even if you transfer over to AEW, like, of course, the Bucks and Kenny are there, but you look at people like alistair Black and Buddy Murphy, Keith Lee, and like all of Swerve and all those people, like, Mm -hmm. those guys blew blew, up. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. they also blew up in NXT and were able to transition out of NXT and still be huge names and still be big deals, like, Mm -hmm. NXT. Is uh Lewis put it a great way. It was such a career resurgence, but I also think it was a great wrestling resurgence. Like it created yeah. such a different atmosphere on both WWE and then AEW rolled in I and it created it. such an you atmosphere there too. Yeah. I know everybody makes the the like the change from the ruthless aggression era to the PG era, but when I really, really think about it, like maybe around like heist of the century time, a little bit before that, like yeah, a little pre before that. I think that's when an actual new era in WWE changed because that's when we started getting new stars. That's when we started getting Roman. That's when we started getting Seth and Dean. That's when the uh, Baron Corbin, people like that, started transitioning out of NXT onto the main roster. And it became a new era of wrestling superstars, not just a changing of – You knew uh, it was different.
0: It was different for me, when they started putting Cena, like, in the mid-cards. Like, when he started yeah. fighting for the U.S. Yeah. title and he's not fighting for the world yeah. title anymore, that's... Yeah. I think they were looking at, like, yeah. we're ready to, to move past the Cena era and move up. Yeah. And, so, I mean,
5: and even then, against also, that U.S. title era was against Rusev for, and Sami Zayn and people like that. Like, NXT guys. Kevin Owens.
6: For me, personally, what I think NXT did a great job on was capitalizing on the moment. Now, I remember... Shit, I remember the career-threatening match Devitt had against Taguchi. I was up until like four in the morning watching this.
2: He fought, he faced
6: Ryusuke Taguchi in a in a career um, a loser leaves New Japan. Devitt obviously loses. He goes to he goes to NXT. I thought in that time frame, Devitt was above the junior heavyweight division. Devitt was above the junior heavyweight tag titles and title, and I felt like he should have beaten Okada when he had the chance. That's an example of New Japan not capitalizing on the moment that they had because you have Devitt who created Bullet Club, and now we see how crazy big Bullet Club is now. You had Devitt who was his big star, yet you didn't have the balls to have him beat Okada. When Triple H built up Devitt and transitioned into Finn Balor, and he built up Finn Balor and had Finn Balor debut with the Demon gimmick against Ascension, and him and Hideo take out the Ascension, and then Balor... Uh, winning the number one contendership uh, tournament, defeating a former NXT champion in Neville and putting on a banger with Neville um, and then having him beat Kevin Owens. Like, that's an example of him capitalizing on the moment, realize what he has like, yo, this guy's a game changer. This uh, uh, New Japan could have did the same thing with uh, with Devitt, but they were just so high in Okada. Triple H realized they still are. Yeah, and, uh, Okada's got him. Got him. Okada, Okada's Okada, but it's it's important to not survive on one star. And Triple right. H realized that and saw what he had with Balor and strapped the rocket to Balor. And in that time frame when Balor was NXT champion, he was the greatest NXT superstar ever in that time frame. Yeah. And listen, really,
2: these... and I'm oh, sorry, I didn't, I didn't mean to interrupt. So this. No, go ahead. Are you, go ahead. Are, you are you good? Okay. So all of these are great points, but I think we need to tie it all together and talk about what really made that period of NXT great and why it worked so well and what got us fucking takeover, man. Like, takeover was there, there is, there, <laughs> there, there there was not a single takeover for a period of five years that I did not clear all of my plans to sit down and watch. There was because a point new there was you a point knew when you got more excited. Gonna, Yeah, it was when you got excited about Takeover like more than WrestleMania, and it it didn't matter what pay per view it was aside from WrestleMania. The thing that I always got the most excited about was not the Sunday because you know the now the PLEs take place on Saturday mostly, but back then they were on Sunday. Takeover was on Saturday, and that was the highlight of the entire weekend because you talk about like a WWE pay per view at the time. It was like you know banger, eh, 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 pretty good banger, eh, 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 eh. For takeovers for a period of about five years, every match a seven match card, banger, 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 banger. banger, banger. And That's the thing I loved about
3: takeovers. The cards were were short. They like they were they weren't big cards. Like WWE put on these ten, but they eleven match set. cards. Yes, but the takeover because every match counted. Every match meant uh, something, and that has yeah. something to do with like, they only had like four years. So like they had a lot of time to build these, these matches, these big matches. And then like, you could blow off many feuds on NXT TV, but that it just, it was like a throwback because it was only for a year. And that's like the same thing AEW does, which I I like about AEW don't have four years. So you don't clutter the calendar with pay per view, So you got to rush every feud has to end in four weeks. NXT gave these feuds time to build up and then they would build to a climax at the takeovers and the matches always hit. Like I like the list of NXT matches that flopped. Like you can probably count on one hand, like in the takeover era. I don't
0: think I've ever watched. Same thing with you. You can count
6: on one hand how many uh, matches were repeated during takeovers. Like I remember Gargano and Ciampa lasted. uh, Over a year? Was it? Over a couple years. On a takeover spin, it lasted. They first started. We're not. I'm not gonna four, count. Philadelphia.
1: I, think it was four take, I think
6: it was four takeovers. So it was. It was. It was. Uh, New Orleans, Chicago, two. Um, they had their third one, and then they were supposed Philadelphia, to
4: Philadelphia,
6: right? Yeah. they
1: were supposed to fight. I'm not, for I'm not the gonna count
6: Philadelphia just because that was at the end of it. Oh. But I'm talking about just matches. They had two takeover matches. Kyle O'Reilly and Adam Cole. They had. Uh, they also had two takeover matches and one TV special uh but you can literally count the rematches on one hand there's not that many is the point i'm trying to make Yeah, and like nate said said, they they let it build up in the matches it was either a continuation for oh johnny and adam cole that's another one yeah um Uh, but like Nate said, I don't want to steal Nate's point and shit, but what he said is true. It was either the ending of that feud or a continuation to get to the ending of that feud. If you look, if you look at it, unlike Brock and
0: fucking Roman, that shit lasted like fucking 10 fucking years. Yo, I'm getting tired of that shit. But it's a consistent, it's a consistent of what's going on now, too. You look at the takeovers. I can't count on my hand how many like bad takeovers I watched from like from start no, to finish. Phoenix was have... ass. I can help you with that. Phoenix was garbage. I I've never even. Is that Phoenix, the Royal I... Rumble. Phoenix was was, was, was cool. Like Is that, like twenty
3: nineteen Royal Rumble. Phoenix Phoenix was <laughs> at
6: the only the only good match on Phoenix. Uh, the only two like it was it was uh what was it. Uh, black and ricochet. No, was it black and ricochet? And black and ricochet versus the Viking Raiders. We oh, yeah, have black that and ricochet dangerous. versus the Viking, Viking Raiders and Gargano versus Ricochet. Other than that, the rest of that card was fucking atrocious. I'm yeah. sorry, that oh, shit was oh, bad. What, I you, think
1: it, you talk about Phoenix. Phoenix. Phoenix, Phoenix.
6: That shit was doo doo. Phoenix. Uh, was not I, good. I, I think. Go like, back and watch like, it.
5: That shit was not good, bro. I think like it's gotten like like Jade said like that five year period like it's gotten they built such great pay views to the point that like trying to sit down and pick like your top ten takeovers is such a hard list to make because they're all just so good and like for me i'm i'm bad with memory so i don't really ever remember like the names of takeovers like cities i remember like matches and things like that Uh but like just so many things for me the takeover Tag title era or tag team era yeah, DIY, the villains yeah, American yeah. Alpha, everything like that. Yeah. Like sometimes those tag matches were the best matches on the card. Right. And,
6: yeah. Thank you, Jose. That Phoenix that was, was the... Ciampa. Yeah, thank you, Phoenix. Phoenix uh, and Phoenix and, was and, and, was and I was gonna Black. say
1: Lewis because I'm looking at it. You had Champa versus Black. I think I think I think it was Bianca Sh- and somebody too. was Shay- Shay-
6: ricochet. Shay- I said Johnny versus Ricochet was good. A
5: washed Shay- up cashs Shay- on them I think Viking Raiders, was it was undisputed. Viking
6: Raiders against Undisputed Era. That match was yeah. good, but that match the was first not two good. were
1: missable. I can give you that because it was the Sky Pirates back when Black they were and the Champa,
6: their first match was better on NXT television. It was it was a better mm-hmm. match on NXT television than it was at Takeover. That match was not good. It was Champa dominated most of the match. Black had a little resurgence, and then Champa hit him in uh, just fucked him over at the end. But
5: also I- we haven't really Talked about it. And I'm sorry, Jed. I, I didn't mean to go before you, but just real quick. Uh, I know it was a Triple H thing, but NXT bringing back freaking War Games.
1: Yeah, that was huge. Yeah,
5: every yeah. single war, yeah. Games all... war Games
1: match. There's the, never been a bad War Games match. There's never been a bad
5: War. No, and like like just the the Rick Shea Double Moon the KO surprise return, Mac the Mac just every time, yeah McAfee Sentai, and the uh EO jumping in with the trash can, like every. War games match had something about it. Whether it was a moment, Wrong. whether it was the match in and of itself, and Ron, like said, the shit out of Chompa through the table, bro. Oh my yeah, god! Yeah, like bro, the, bro. that, crazy. and that it was so good, it became such a thing that the main roster had to be like, all right, well, we yeah. we need to take it because you know, well, and, it's, only, it's
1: only got it because of Triple H. Yeah, because yeah, this right. so, like, was for some
5: reason, that's the on reason. That.
1: but that's sm- like that's, that's also cool. But America. NXT was
6: just the shock factor of seeing somebody like Pat talked about, like Samoa Joe in a WWE ring, even little things like seeing. Dolph Ziggler go to NXT after him and Braun were having a little back. Like, we often see people go back and forth on Twitter. We don't really think much. But for Dolph to actually pull up, like, all right, I'm going to take your belt, and I'm going to run the show for a while. I remember the last days of my TikTok, uh, last days of TikTok, I was there when Dolph won. I immediately went to Jade's page. I was like, bro, what the fuck are you? His man <laughs> done took Braun's belt. He don't beat both they ass. I made a video that at? night.
2: Listen, listen. I remember it was. I, I didn't get to watch the show. I was busy with something. I can't remember what it was. It was 10 o'clock at night before I realized what had happened. Uh, I got home from whatever I was doing at like 1030. I got back at 11 o'clock at night. I'm putting on my Dolph Ziggler shirt. I get my kid's NXT toy belt, and I'm dancing around my living room to Dolph Ziggler's theme song and posting a video. That was excellent. Um, two, two quick points about TakeOver. Um, number one, the smartest thing Triple H ever did post-COVID and, and into NXT 2.0 was getting rid of the takeover name because he realizes as good as the talent may be to G baby's And as much as they may be improving to everyone else's point, nothing they can do will ever match what takeovers were. Nice. I, I, I don't think they can ever match that five-year period with absolutely. takeovers. Yeah, and absolutely. I think that if, if triple H had continued to call these shows takeovers, he was setting himself up for, for disappointment online um, because yeah. it was never going to measure up. Secondly, we talked last week about how voices can define a generation. And and to, to this day, it pisses me off how his story with WWE ended. Shout out to Mauro Ronaldo for being the fucking yeah. voice oh my of God, NXT. Yeah, every, every big moment you can imagine ah. that took place during the peak of NXT. Mama and mia. Mauro Ronaldo's voice behind. Mamma mia. Yes. R- did he get a little bit... Um, did he get a little bit ridiculous at times? Absolutely, yeah, but that but, was part of his charm. Yeah, I yeah,
4: yeah,
1: because I was gonna say with Mar Ronaldo, because Jade, oh my gosh, I'm glad we all, I'm glad we all love each other today. Yeah, because Jade, <laughs> yeah, oh my gosh, you say that, that bro, my I, because I, I wasn't watching NXT yet. The reason, the the reason, so the NXT takeover, the first one I ever watched was New Orleans. Adam Cole winning winning the ladder match. That's the first one I ever watched. Maro Ronaldo, when I heard his voice, because my dad watches a lot of boxing, so I had mm-hmm. heard Marlowe Ronaldo's voice before. Mm-hmm. So I was like, Is that is that Ronaldo? What did he get here? <laughs> Bro, the moment Johnny Gargano versus Adam Cole is the biggest example of how a commentator can just make a match yeah. feel a lot yeah. better. We oh, yeah. we talk okay. about Michael Cole uh during uh the uh the um when he when he talked about with dom and stuff. And all that, and how much passion yeah. there is—nothing will ever compare to Marro He when he was calling the Johnny Gargano Champa match. Johnny Gargano winning the title for the first time, like, and, and the oh fact that he, he has he has metaphors and analogies. Like nobody's
3: coming out it. his ass, dude. yeah.
1: Nobody, <laughs> yeah, that's My what I'm saying. Like, is, and it did, right he's an unsung yeah. hero. He's he, 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 he bringing
0: he he bring out like rap references, too, right? Bro, one yeah. reference, <laughs> <moment> call <laughs> and I was like,
1: bro, was one okay. moral
6: moment that really gets me, bro, was at, it was after Takeover Philadelphia when Johnny lost to Andrade in an amazing match. And, um it was it was when Chomp, no, not Chompa. It was when Andrade and Gargano had their rematch. and if Johnny Gargano lost, he would have to leave NXT. Mm-hmm. And then I'm watching huge Johnny Gargano fan. I'm like, man, Johnny about to get this shit tonight. And then I see him with the Gargano escape. I'm like, "I right, ref, stop bugging, get the fuck up. And then when Chompa comes with the crutch and hits Johnny in the back, and then uh, when you hear uh, the ref counting slowly, and then Maro's just screaming, "No, Johnny, no!"
4: <laughs> yeah. Pure
6: silence. It yeah. just makes. Bro, I wanted to cry that night. I remember. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll never forgive you how much shit oh, I broke yeah. during that. So I'll really never like,
1: forgive yeah. Corey Graves for making Maro Ronaldo feel like because I think uh, I don't want to speculate, but I think Maro Ronaldo had like personal issues. He did. It I thought it was like with JBL. Yeah, I thought it was JBL. Well,
6: Corey well, no, Corey, remember, Corey had something to
2: do with it, too.
6: Gargano's, yeah, Gargano's mid. You don't know what you're talking about, bud. Gargano's far from mid. Thank Whoever you for that.
5: said that, check yourself. But yeah, uh, one of my favorite... Uh, I was going to bring up two things. One, one of my favorite Marvel calls is during the... The two out of three falls match with with Cole and, and Gargano when DIY jumps in and you hear him yell, "You scrooge!" and he's screaming, <laughs> having friggin' heart palpitations. And also to Jay's point, yes, he did. He was, you know, he was hokey occasionally and things like that. But when you really look back on it, I mean, again, we talked last week about how much he's now tainted his legacy now. But um, Jr. back in the day, man, like tougher than a two dollar steak, bowling man, shoe ugly. True. Like he he had yeah. his goofy moments as well, but. Yeah. His just the way he made, Maro made everything seem so important that it was winning or losing, that it was the yeah. be all end all, the greatest thing that was happening or the worst Ronaldo thing that was yeah. happening. And, and, y'all about to go and, make and me and watch the,
1: some Maro Rinaldo film? Right,
5: like, 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 back we're to back, the like look at the,
3: the commentary at that time. You had on Raw, it was like Michael Cole. At times you had the coach. At times you had Renee Young. You had coach. Byron Saxton. Awful coach. commentary team smackdown was barely better because i like tom phillips i don't remember i think Corey graves is on there too tom like, phillips. Oh, Dude, tom phillips underrated. yeah yeah tom phillips is great he's so and then you have an impact he's so he's amazing. good but yeah you have vince yelling in their ear the whole time and like the commentary so overly produced on the main roster at that time but then you go to nxt and you see the passion it's not robotic moral he's not robotic he's He's giving actual emotions. He makes you feel you know, the way
4: Jim you know, Ross, Ross make you feel.
6: Jano has no you personality? Think, that's oh. so wrong on so Oh, that's
4: many tough.
0: Und- underrated <laughs> underrated too, so was wrong. Percy Watson,
4: bro. He was good.
3: Percy, Percy, Foxson, Foxson, he was good Percy was Percy good. Nigel McGuinness as well. I was going right. right. to no say, Mike we got De- a shout-out to Nigel McGuinness. He was great. I remember... Did that match with the the unsanctioned match with gargano and Champa mm-hmm. he was literally yelling stop it like I was like oh this is this yeah. is feeling like they really one of my favorite, I, I, God, I God, always
1: talked about the commentary at NXt you know how crazy I went the day I found out Michael Cole is behind it I was like <laughs> Michael the main roster Michael Cole is the one behind the NXT commentary Exactly, Mark, it's your opinion like, that he
6: has no personality. Fact, that was the that man, was the day I was like, "Okay, my Yeah. <clears throat> I was
1: like I was like, "Okay, my coco. I'm not going to criticize you no Bro, man. what y'all
6: know about the commentary team of goddamn Albert and Alex Riley? I know nothing about oh, that. Oh, shoot. Himself, that's a, a matter of. back when Alex Riley into a match? Bro, I popped I so hard when Kevin Owens and Alex Riley were doing their little feud. And then Kevin Owens just poured water on Alex Riley, and, A- and A-Ride just got in his face, wanted to whoop his ass. Then he got smoked later on. <laughs> like,
4: you know, it was cool,
6: but that's the resurgence I'm talking about. Like cool at, yeah, school, cool but at, at that time, when I saw Alex Riley, I'm like, dude, he was way bigger in his first run. He has more energy uh, than his first run. I actually legitimately thought, like, yo, maybe they might actually do something with A-Ride again. And then Kevin Owens is like, nah, 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 nah. No,
1: nah, man. Sit your ass down. Bro. Never, I have conspiracy. We'll my conspiracy still theory will never forgive John Cena for that. But continue. my conspiracy
5: theory is Alex Riley never got over because of his terrible back tattoo. But anyway, moving yeah, forward. Uh, <laughs> that's crazy.
0: I so, would say uh, for me, when when I don't know when NXT. Hey, uh,
5: hey Mark,
6: you're watching me. Remember that.
0: <laughs> I don't I don't know. Me. I don't know when NXT changed for y'all or when y'all thought it was when it got kind of big. But for me, when I realized NXT was was. Really, like, excelling is when they got Shinsuke Nakamura. Like, getting mm. Shinsuke Nakamura, to me, was Absolutely. a big change, especially if you want I,
3: I, 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 I want to bring it back a little bit more. Juice and Thunder oh, Liger, bro. Liger. Mean, bro. He, bro. He, Thunder he was, Liger versus was, Tyler was, Breeze like, was this, fire. This
0: I mean, like, coming to NXT permanently.
3: Like. I know, but that, the fact that Liger was like, yeah, I, I'll, I'll wrestle on this developmental brands pay-per-view but against Tyler. <laughs> no, this I love Tyler Breeze, but Tyler Breeze wasn't the champion. Mm. Like, Tyler Breeze never had gold in NXT, but they put him with Tyler Breeze, so yeah. I'll do it. I was like, yeah. dang. NXT I remember,
5: I, like that? Okay. I remember seeing an interview that breeze did. I want to say he did. It was with Chris Van Vliet where he, they talk about that match. And he said that he talked to Liger and Liger, he's, you know, what do you want to do? And everything like that Liger's like, whatever you want to do, man. And he he basically <laughs> let breeze control the entire match. That's and crazy. then after he was walking backstage and he, uh, breeze ran into stone cold. And he like looked up at his and his was like, hey man, great match. You know, oh I'm God. a big Jushin fan. I've seen your stuff. He said it was like the two greatest moments that he's oh ever had God. in wrestling. That's he's incredible. like, because he was telling uh he was telling Jushin, he's like, well, maybe like like I, I do my pose, like where I sit up on the ropes and then we do like a uh we get together and then you throw me down and then you do my pose and that Liger was like, I can do your pose. He's like, absolutely. <laughs> like he was just so in awe that Liger was like just willing to let what happened happen. And that's just, I mean, I know we're talking about NXT, but that's a shout-out to Jushin. Like, that guy gave back reason, so much to the business.
0: The only reason I said Shinsuke Nakamura is because if you watch New Japan and knew the importance oh. of what Shinsuke meant, not to, the, like, the Intercontinental Championship, but also this importance to New Japan in general. Like,
5: mm-hmm. when he came
0: to NXT, I was like, bro, what? Shinsuke Nakamura coming, coming to NXT? And then, his, then his debut against Sami Zayn, when Sami Zayn's on his way out. and Phenomenal Shinsuke, match. Fight forever. Zayn, Sami Zayn was that the was beloved babyface leaving. Shinsuke card. was... Sami Zayn was the beloved babyface leaving, Shinsuke was the new babyface coming in, like a perfection, and look at look at the push throughout his 2016 yeah. year, like the, the most over superstar in, in NXT around that time. Like that's to me when NXT, 2016 yeah. NXT is when I feel like it really started to rise at its peak and when people really start to yeah. pay attention to a lot more, because that's when I started yeah. to see a lot of people like talking about, you know, everything about NXT and NXT, and then yeah. you look at some of the takeovers before nice. Before the WWE pay per views, a lot of people were getting more excited, like facts going to take over. Absolutely!
1: How often
0: did you watch an NXT,
6: um, an NXT event and just get goosebumps by the theme For song? Like sure, when Shinsuke, bro. when Shinsuke debuted, and you heard, you saw the that start of it's like, like bro, This shit is violin. something
1: different. Yeah. This shit nah. is something different. Hey, hey, Malik, to your point too, because 2016, I had heard, like again, I wasn't watching regularly. I had heard about people. You know, I had heard of obviously, you know. You you had your Kevin owens's and your Sami Zayn's, and you know I think to, if I'm not mistaken was 2016 the year they brought up Finn had him win and then he hurt his shoulder was it yeah, that yeah, year 2016 yeah, yeah, yeah man, true, so I had true. heard I had heard about all that and so like I felt like NXT in 2016 was on the rise because they they were kind of trying to use them on the main roster now they were kind of start trying to integrate him. I think Kevin Owens, you know, eventually he won his mm-hmm. Universal. Life. We'll never see like a push like that again, bro. Never, we'll never, never. That, never. That, was crazy. that was probably the
6: greatest like call up at that, bro. We, we'll never see a a, a like push again where he he, he wins the four way, beats Roman the same night. And then right. beat Seth Clean. for the universal yeah, Title. You will were, never see nothing and, like that again. And
1: they were number one, number two at the time. I think Bro, he, that was, it, it was it his was birthday, Smith. too.
6: When do you know WWE doing something on somebody's birthday? Oh, yeah,
1: yeah. But Roman Sheamus and, and in the Rumble. <laughs> Roman, Roman and Seth on the pecking order at that time was one and Crazy. two. Because Seth yeah, yeah. had just came back, and they knew Roman was the guy. So oh, they, the fact yeah. that they went with that. I think that's why Vince really stopped pushing NXT dudes. Because it was like, oh, the dude got hurt. But I think NXT was already on its rise. I think they got to 2018, hey, and I think ready? they had. I don't think they ever had a pay per view. Maybe I just looked at NXT Phoenix. The first two matches were kind of eh. So, except for that one, I don't think they had a had a had a pay per view where it was less than five stars. I think you could go through from NXT Takeover New Orleans straight uh, all the way until pretty much pandemic era. When it was kind of going downhill, like you yeah, you saw the writing on the wall, yeah. didn't have less than a five-star paper. Right, so let's get into another topic. What do y'all consider the greatest takeover of all time? New Orleans for sure. I'll it's, say New New Orleans, Orleans. New it's got, Orleans. got yeah. it's New, be New, New Orleans. Orleans it's got New, New Orleans and New Orleans
6: New even, Orleans and it. New York are like one A, one B for me, bro. Go look back at that New York card and New, see. New, New, New York was, was, great, New York was, New was great. New, New York is York uh, the two out of three falls with Adam Cole and Gargano. That's It was Walter and Dunn. Um, fucking, it was the four way between Shayna, EO, Bianca, and I, was it Kenneth Array in there? I'm trying to remember. Um, I forgot that, bro. Just look back at that because that is very neck and neck with New Orleans, bro. Super neck and neck,
5: but they're also like they're, and I, I agree, like those two are like right at the top, but you could throw, those are, those you, are could, you could, those yeah, ones. you could probably, like I so said, you could also toss in Philadelphia, you could toss in Dallas. Like, I know Dallas is still like still so kind of on the come up era, but that was the, the takeover that, that really had sh- that the, opening the really Yeah, the opening tag team match. Was Toronto good. wasn't bad. Like oh, like I said, that's that why I said awesome. trying to make a top 10 list in order, not just your top 10, but like putting in order your 10 favorite yeah, Mark, NXT takeovers would be so hard because again, they were all so good. And it's just again, I know we're giving 2.0 a chance and I think it's great, but like I don't go back and watch main roster pay-per-views all of that often. I go back and watch TakeOvers all the freaking time. Like, I'm just constantly just like, you know what? I I got some off time. I got two hours to kill. I'm going to throw on this TakeOver. I'm going to throw on this TakeOver. I do it constantly.
1: After TakeOver New Orleans, I legit spent, because I obviously had to work, I legit spent a month and a half literally going back on the old WWE Network. I didn't just watch them pay-per-views. I skimmed through a lot of them one-hour episodes. For like a month and a half straight. So that's how I was able to see, you know, Finn showing up and Shinsuke and all. But after takeover in New Orleans, bro, and I know we brought up New York because that's when I think that's when uh Pete Dunn, like his Pete's Pete almost yeah, two kind year reign of the streak. Matt, uh, Matt Riddle's undefeated streak also was the, the the uh Velveteen Dream. He was North American champion this yep. time. You had the great the 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 exceeded my expectations tag. Yeah, team Mark champions. Brian Kendrick
6: did the burning hammer on Cody Bush.
3: When they brought that was when the Cruiserweight they brought class up class Alistair Black and
1: Ricochet. Yeah. yeah, when they brought up Alistair Black and ricochet, Aleister
3: Black and Ricochet versus the Viking, the War Raiders is phenomenal.
1: When you look take at the New York card, that
6: was it's crazy stack. It
3: what is
5: takeover was, was what takeover was uh, Cole, Riddle, Ricochet, and Dunn in a four-way? Cole, Ricochet, Riddle, Dunn. Or was that just NXT TV? No, right, no, no.
2: That was NXT TV. Was NXT TV. Oh, oh, right TV. I out who's going to face yeah. Gargano.
5: Okay, that, well, that
2: just that go just watch that match <laughs> that just drives me the point that the weekly NXT was just as much C as the takeovers happened. Yeah, yeah, Do y'all y'all and I was. Um, yeah, I
6: remember the six man tag match between Undisputed Era, um, I believe it was Dunn and Mustache Mountain, bro. Yes. Oh yeah, yes. it was amazing. And this
3: was also the year they did the halftime heat. That's how hot NXT was. They the literally had a heat, halftime show. Oh During my god, halftime bro. heat
6: that was they a made, that was Rick, that, made, that was, was a made, uh, ricochet, ricochet, ricochet dream dream against Cole uh, DIY and Cole they yeah were the game yeah. bro they were oh, changing man. the game I oh, will
0: I'm say crazy. though to digress to bring back the sad part for me about NXT or the NXT call ups because when they came oh, up yeah. to the main roster you knew it was never going to be the same and you first no. when you first saw the call ups like Kevin Owens debuting against Cena was crazy and then him beating Cena at the Chamber and they having their feud and everything and then Kevin Owens oh. still turned out fine you talked about Finn Balor He talked about a lot of the people but there was a point in time when it was depressing to watch NXT at some point because you knew when certain superstars were coming up, you knew what
2: was going to happen on that Yeah, yeah.
4: Be- Because yeah. even
2: the ones that are – people like to call out you know that, oh, Kevin Owens is a success because he won the Universal Championship and multiple-time Intercontinental Champion. But for every moment that you picture Kevin Owens with a belt, you also picture him in a quarter potty getting pushed around by Braun Strowman. For every Man. for every Seth Rollins, you have an Andrade. For every Roman Reigns, you have an Alex. Three Andrades. Guy. And do <laughs> not do not even get me started on fucking tag teams. The number oh my God. of excellent tag teams. Ascension should have been pay, Ascension. Uh, they even, literally
1: even, flopped. Even, the even
2: they FTR, up, they were what four or five time tag team champions. Vought villains bro. watching they each other's something. backs. The the big episode, bro, villains, so, I
6: think they had, they faced the new day, right? They had a banger. There's two, would have yeah. had.
1: there's two tag teams that I'm going to go on a rant about. Cause the first one, Jade, you just mentioned them FTR. Yeah, I know they got, yeah. I know one of them got hurt. And then the second one got hurt right after. So you know how Vince is going to be when people get hurt. I mean, look at fan ballot, but the one that I am like, it still boils my skin. I don't care that they came back. I really don't. Enzo and Cass should have won the tag team championships at WrestleMania. It was their time. I get they didn't put the titles on them early. You, hey, you want to build them up some more. I don't care that the Hardys came back. They didn't <laughs> need to win. And then the fact that they came back and won, and like you could have just said, okay, fine, have the moment. You could pull a Zack Ryder. Enzo and so Cass could have won right after, and they didn't do anything. And then they broke them up. Yeah, that was stupid. Nobody
3: cared. Nobody, stupid. cared. Nobody cared. Dude, Dude. That 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 was the dumbest. My
1: thing, skin bro. so much because they, from the time they stepped into the main roster to the time they broke up, were over. More than anybody else, I had ever. Bro, seen They
0: were life. so over I at some think, point. I they, think they... a lot of
1: people yeah.
6: like they tend to like be like, "Oh, this person got caught up in this, did did this, this and that." Like you know, they were fine. They weren't a fail. Like you look at a guy like Kevin Owens, people would bring up you know, like Jay said, the IC the IC title runs, the US title runs, the Universal title run. Like you look back at that Universal title run, he was fed to Goldberg. It was a nice run, but it was fed to Goldberg. And then he's still going on with this streak of not holding a fucking championship. A guy who's so great like Kevin Owens, he's going on what his five, sixth year not being a champion. That's not being, crazy. Not
0: being a world champion, yeah.
6: He, That's crazy. No, a champion, a champion. He hasn't
2: held any belts. He hasn't held
6: a belt, bro. Like 20, it's, it's going 20, on, it's 20, going on five to six 20, years without 20, being yeah. a champion, bro.
2: Like
0: he was US champion after
6: that. He wasn't even No, no. Twenty seventeen. Look back yeah, at Kevin Owens. Indeed.
0: Look yeah, back
1: at Kevin Owens. He, he won the world title at WrestleMania. Yeah, but they, that's still, still going on six
6: years, though. It's Bro, look back at when Kevin Owens and the Drew McIntyre promo oh, Yeah, yeah, yeah you're right,
0: you're right,
6: you're right. Bro, a guy like Kevin Owens who hasn't been – who's went this long without holding a title? Are you kidding me? Yeah. But people want to say just because he held the universal title and was fed to
5: Goldberg
0: God,
1: so that we can right. get Goldberg what, uh, and Brock. What's, what's the universal
0: title the last time the last title we held? Holy shit. Yeah.
5: Yeah. Bro, yeah. yes. With
1: that hot potato feud with J. And bro, I'll tell you, man, yeah.
5: I was, I was in the, cr- I know it was, it's some people say it, it's one of the worst, if not the worst favorite of all time. I was third row of Elimination Chamber 2015. And when Kevin Owens beat John Cena, that was crazy, bro, like I, you can was, see me in the great. crowd. Cause I'm, I'm on the hard cam side. Like I'm my, I had a sign and it was like rolled up and I'm watching the match thinking like, Cena's got it in the bag. It's John Cena. And well, when he was wants, person, you, oh, it was amazing. It was amazing as soon as KO won. Literally, you see me like I jump up and I'm like, What happened? Yeah,
6: Kevin, yeah Kevin, i you see that no is when they should have strapped the rocket on KO two Because I understand not beating him at Money in the Bank, I get that seat and need to get his get back. But Kevin Owens losing the NXT championship at Beast in the East that would have been the perfect time to throw the U.S. title on him on Battleground. Perfect mm-hmm. time, perfect time to ensure that no, he, this, the he, he got, got the U.S. title
1: not too long after, after right? No, he, he didn't the get the U.S. title won. until like three years later. Ascension, the, the Ascension. minute they came up,
0: who do you guys think had the worst
2: deal after they
0: got called? The, Asc- up? the, Ascension, the Ascension. The Ascension. At least Bo the Dallas Asc- got the Listen, B team
2: over. People, people forget the Ascension were such over hardcore badasses in NXT. They were so good, and, and they made, made suddenly, an LAD clone. And then when they moved them up, that LOD clone clowns, whatever you want to call them, just two guys in face paint that are out there thrown out there for a, a 20-man Royal Rumble or what a 20-man Battle Royal or whatever. Um, to this day, the most dumbfounding decision I, I because it's not like the tag team scene at the time was great. I mean, you had the New Day, the Usos, kind of, but who else? Like, oh. I the, the, There's been a lot of people that were screwed over. Andrade comes to mm-hmm. mind. Aleister Black comes to mind. But the tag teams is really where there's been a huge deficiency. Kevin Vince Owens beat Ryback? Back? Yeah. Kevin Owens, Owens
5: beat
6: Ryback? Yeah. Owens Owens be right back.
2: Although, oh
5: Although for, for some oh of the for, for some of the OGs again, yes, the Ascension was done terribly, but for some of the OGs go back the after they had gone through all of that, uh, the Ascension on the fashion files was hilarious. If you go back, everybody goes, if y'all want to have a good time, a good like remember, yeah. hour or so long of content, go to the WWE's oh. YouTube channel, look up the fashion files. Peak comedy, it's so I'm good. Think,
0: thinking about it for me, I would say Shinsuke going more, but I feel like that's too easy. But I'm gonna, I'm honestly gonna have to say Shayna Baszler, bro. Like she, yeah, yeah. she she's getting she up there. Like, I, I did, I did a video a while ago. Just we back, she fucking dominated that oh. elimination chamber match in convincing fashion, like I've never seen before. She, cl- she dominated and destroyed everybody. <laughs> Only to go to WrestleMania to lose to Becky. And she's never been put back in the world title. So, scene so uh,
1: not, real quick, before I'm, I say mine, I want to address the Shayna Baszler because even though we all know we hate Vince and we don't, and you know, his book, well, booking. We well, have a love a hate relationship too. with Vince. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> you, we, we know how we all feel about Vince. His logic for why Shayna Baszler didn't win. Cause that was a last minute change. Once the pandemic happened, Shayna Baszler was going over the entire time. Until the pandemic happened, but he said, "Well, it's COVID, you know." Hey, he wants to have a little feel-good moment. Everybody loves Becky, but Shayna was supposed to go over. And then what made it worse, which is nobody's fault, what made it worse, she got pregnant. Because notice how she wasn't in the build for Money in the Bank after 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 main Yeah, she was not part of the build. She wasn't on TV. Nothing. This, okay, that, this And then this, they gave it to Oscar, which. And I love Oscar, so shout out to Oscar her. carried but the they, pandemic era, yeah. Yes, she did. Oh, and and, and Bailey and Bailey, she was true. Bailey was but up there too. Sasha played but a great. Oscar, play. but so. no, Oscar, you're right. She definitely did. Yeah,
2: yeah, the Boston Hood connection is what. But
1: yeah. they easily could have gave it to Shayna. They easily could have yeah. yeah. given it to Shayna. Just, that's, that, I'm gonna, that, that, that's I'm, I'm going to nit. Bro. I'm
6: going to yeah. nitpick mine so bad right now. I'm going to cherry pick. I feel like the person who got the worst deal uh, after NXT call up was Jason Jordan. Only because his career literally ended oh, because once tough. they split up. First of all, I don't care what people say. Jason Jordan being cringy, it was cringy as fuck. But it worked it for worked. his character how it he worked. was doing it. But he was also putting on great match, put on a great match with Cena, Roman, like, on very so great yep. matches. And then his career ends, and I'm like, bro why yeah, the stuff he was doing why? was actually
1: really good yeah like it, i actually the champions
6: club away. i facepalmed so hard bro that shit was so <laughs> bad <laughs> but nah, it worked but, but that was supposed to nah, be I'll it though you, I feel Corey, you. Yeah. jason yeah. jordan bro i'm sorry love jason jordan but he got the worst
1: deal only and so and so ended. mine is after going back to look at it in hindsight because again i was not watching nxt this time and i didn't watch anything independent the way they messed up bobby Roode. I'm not going to hold you, man. Bro, no, man, they man, had, 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 had him, going him going with the oh, U.S. title, yeah. bro,
6: only to lose to Randy at Fastlane on his first bro, defense. I hey, saw, you know what?
0: I was, I was there, too, in person. You was there at Fastlane? I was there.
1: I saw, I saw what yeah, they did with yeah. NXT when I watched it back. I was like, what? They brought him up as a – first of all, they brought him up as a face. If I would have known that off the rip, I would have not had hope. I was like, I was stupid. Yeah, yeah. For me though, I, I didn't get my hopes up for Bobby Roode only because
0: I just felt he was really old when he came to, when he He, came he up. was he was, like he was a little bit older, but I just felt like I just I don't know, bro. I just didn't have faith, and I was like, bro, Vince is hit or miss with it with the oh. non WWE guys, and he really he really hit with AJ Styles, but I'm like Bobby Roode oh though, God. he not AJ Styles. Can I say
2: one thing? One of my favorite success stories that has come out of guys that didn't make it. From NXT to WWE, is Tyler Breeze because he created his own success as part of Xavier Woods YouTube channel up, up, down, yes, down. Sir. He yes, created, sir, and then not only that, but he translated that into. He owns his own wrestling school now. Yep, he does flat back yeah, That's awesome. And now he's brought up. He's going to be. He's going to be listed as a fucking legend.
5: Legend. In in what my, shout
2: out, shout out to Ana Ana Woods, though. Yeah, yeah. Xavier Woods, yes. Woods is great. That- all, All the shout-outs to Xavier Woods. Yeah, Xavier Woods didn't let his homie down. I get that. And and props yeah. to Xavier Woods. But the fact of the matter is, Tyler Breeze had to put in the work. He showed up yeah. every day. That that peak up, up, down, down for me, and I'm re-watching the series now, which is why it's fresh on my mind. Mm-hmm. Peak up, up, down, down was 2018 and 2019 when they did the 06 GM mode. Tyler yes. Breeze was yeah. excellent. Killed in Woods. Wood. Um, Killed My exa-
5: – my- Oh, go ahead, Jay. I'll let you finish. Go ahead. I'll
2: just, I'm just finishing my point. I just, I just, I'm so happy for Tyler Breeze because when you see him in interviews and stuff, when you see him backstage, when you see him on up, up, down, he just looks so fucking happy. He does. And I'm just, I'm, yeah. I'm so happy and, for Tyler and, Breeze. And
3: we got a shout out battle of the brands for bringing us GMO yeah. back. That was like the final, yeah. like kicker to 2K. Oh yeah. like, There's sure. a market I, for this. I would love yeah. to see
6: Breeze come back. I feel like now with oh, Triple H on the main man. roster, he could have a nice, solid mid card
1: career. Yeah. Man, like I love him. my in mind. Not, I but was Zango gonna say, Fandango should have uh, won the titles too. Yeah, for sure. They, did. Time, uh, they, Tyler just, they, they worked uh, so NXT well DM. together,
6: man. Like they they were really really good with each other, bro. The, bro, Fashion Police yeah. are goaded. Fashion yeah. Police yeah. was Naga. nice.
5: Yeah, when uh when when Tyler Breeze dropped back down to NXT for a little bit and he was getting beat up by the Forgotten Sons and Fandango made his return, bro. I was like, yes, Fandango. let's go. I'm
3: let's go. Sorry. When they so won the tag
5: hyped. titles, I went. Crazy, oh yeah, I was so I was so high. But yeah, just a quick side. God
3: and sons, Okay. Yes, oh, I did.
5: Go but, ahead. But, uh, my uh, my first quick sidebar was uh, my favorite up up down down era was pandemic Uno era with the party. My favorite oh era. Oh my god! Yeah. The the party goaded. Oh, I want them. I'm so sad that they're not a thing anymore. But uh, the only uh, thing about, or I was gonna say about a fumbled NXT call up, uh, carrying cross. Oh,
1: <laughs> even still not
2: to just, this day. not just not yeah. just the first time. Oh yeah, it like, yeah. yeah. I guess they took the day.
1: Yeah. The Second, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Wait, what, do you mean this, what do you mean the second? Oh, right now? Right yeah. now. Yeah, They're fumbling you know him crazy? now. And you know what's crazy? Well, I do. I hear you, but I feel like it's because he went to the wrong brand. He has nothing to do over there. There's nothing for him to do. because I feel like we're going to start seeing a lot more
6: carry and once Roman gives up the belts.
1: I was about to say, because it's two real <laughs> champions right now, and carrying cross is supposed to be a, a monster heel. So, there's nothing for him to do. The the little Ray Mm feud didn't last long, but we all know that was simmering to what they're doing now. But what I will say, and this is very Mm -hmm. much conspiracy theory, I genuinely believe it's the hair. I genuinely believe (laughs) Karen Croft looked more menacing, bald. No, he did 100%. Because even y'all can say whatever you want about his in ring stuff in NXT. I thought his presentation, I believed him. Yeah. His presentation was incredible. Yeah, exactly. But he came back with the hair. hair, uh, When he came back with the hair. like, literally, first night, I was like, eh. they, they had, But stay. the
6: thing is with Carrion, and y'all know I fucking love Carrion. I'm a huge Carrion fan. The thing with Carrion is when they had him beat Drew at Extreme Rules, they were onto something. They have him lose at, at, at Crown Jewel. I, I mean, you know, whatever. So I got get get back, you know. Whatever, but, like, I still feel like at some point, Drew is going to win the title back, and they're going to finish the trilogy with Carrion beating Drew for the title. Yeah. I feel my that. Biggest... And if we know Triple H, he does not Ooh. leave stories on cliffhangers. Yeah. That, the cage match, one and one, that's not how we're going to end it. They're going to revisit that my, feud when Drew's champion. Any, any belt, qualm... Drew's going to lose.
2: I, and I don't disagree with that. My biggest qualm, though, with Karrion Cross is that when he was in NXT, to me personally, I don't know if anyone else got this, just my own kind of evaluation of the Karrion Cross character, it almost felt like... It almost felt like Scarlet was the one that was actually in control, and that Karrion Cross, even though he's this mm-hmm. big menacing monster, it almost felt like Karrion was Scarlet's puppet, kind of. Mm-hmm. And it, it was it was a really interesting dichotomy between the two. Now that they're on the main roster, it, it just feels like Karrion Cross is a badass biker and Scarlet's his sexy trophy wife. There's there, yes. there doesn't seem to be yeah. that interesting part. Of Scarlet, where it feels like actually Scarlet is the one that is plotting and Scarlet is the one making all the decisions and Scarlet is the yeah. one that's pointing Carrion piggyback, Cross on True Time. Piggyback
6: off that, I see a lot of people like online saying the most interesting part about Carrion is Scarlet. And if we go back to your point at NXT, that's right. Scar- Scarlet was the puppet master. Now you have people more interested in Scarlet. Show what Scarlet can actually do for a guy like Carrion. Like, Carian supposed to be that main superstar that focal point but treat Scarlett like as if she's the MVP to his Bobby Lashley like have mm-hmm. I'm not saying have Scarlett be the mouthpiece but have her like if you guys watch Lucha Underground have her be the Katrina to the Mil Muertes like mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. elevate yeah. her make her yeah. more powerful you know just, just, just some shit yeah. like that okay, because and show them show what Scarlett can do with her powerful. like make him more powerful first two
1: things she needs to do is shave his hair and stop letting him wear jeans. Those are the first yeah. two things he did. <laughs> like, I I did, yeah. you Let's yeah. go, go back to them suits, wonders. bro. He, 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 he keeps changing
0: him. his gear, too, bro. Like, he keeps wearing, like, different
1: Yeah, bro, go hair. back to the gear and all he need to do. Yeah, like, then, let... This is what I'm going to say. Let, is, uh, I promise y'all, after Raw, after Manny, Triple H is really about to get in his bag. Just, oh, yeah, just, oh, yeah, he, he's, I mean, he, he's wrapping up everything Vince related yeah, because right? WrestleMania yeah. is about to be, I think, in my opinion, WrestleMania about to be the most title changes I think on a WrestleMania but show I ever. I think and, Cody Cody is going to
6: be it. a big win, but like, I think whoever they choose to beat Cody, like, that's going to set the tone of like uh, of another like, of the like, incoming like, new, of a new, new, new era. era because Cody that was more of you know, like Vince, you know, what I'm saying that's Triple H finishing up, but. I think whoever beats Cody, whether that's a Theory, whether that's a Karen Cross, whether that's a Finn Balor, I think that's gonna set the tone of like what Triple H sees in a world champion now. You know, because yeah. Vince had his view. Triple H, I think it'll be. He,
1: I think it'll now he's gonna have his yeah, okay. view.
5: I think it'll. Yeah, be I think Carrying Cross. Like, I think if you give Karrion Cross his his NXT killer gimmick back, and I think that that would be a great balance of gimmick against Bray Wyatt.
6: That'll be great. That killer. Is, you know, it's, 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 it's kind of booking in a corner because would you book Bray to lose that match?
5: Yeah. Bray has to lose at some point. I know Bray is this awe-inspiring character and everything like that, but Bray has I know maybe not like right now because he's only really had one. Bray to me needs to, to have LL9 more matches. Like that. I'm tired I, I agree. I agree, and I, yeah. I I get that everyone says that Bray's special attraction, and I love Bray, and I love everything that he's done from Eater of Worlds to The Fiend, and I even, while it's taking a little too long for me, I even don't mind his stuff now. But he does need to have more matches. But I'm saying a little further down the line, the the awe-inspiring character that Bray Wyatt is with Uncle Howdy and then NXT style carrying cross with Scarlett you know, kind of pulling the puppet strings. I think that would be it. And that's two just big dudes just going at each other. I think that would be a great match.
0: Yeah. yeah I mean, I would I wouldn't mind it either. I mean, I still, yeah, I, still need, I, I still I they still think you they could put Scarlet
6: like that because when you have a fine ass, sexy ass girl, love you, Karen, but when you have a fine ass, sexy ass girl on the main roster, that's all that's people really gonna be staring at Scarlet. So, use that to your advantage. Like I said, for the people that watch Lucha Underground, have her be the Katrina to the Mil Muertes. Have her, you saw her as the Puppet Master, Jade? Legit turn her into a Puppet Master and have her use Carrion to demolish everybody. Be the MVP to the Bobby Lashley. Because Bobby Lashley by himself, let's face it, I mean, Bobby Lashley, he a big motherfucker, but, like, is there really anything interesting about him besides... Do the the promo, Lewis. Do the promo. Yeah, no. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, if you look at Bobby Lashley, nobody – like, face it, you guys don't really care. You want him back with MVP. We all want him back with MVP. We want the Hurt Business back. Dude, you Speaking start, of to, of your you a oh, start right. to your advantage.
0: You start to your advantage. I still think Karrion Cross is very much a triple H guy. I think he's oh just, hell yeah. He's still gonna
6: be world champ. So I'm good. I'm Gucci. They're
0: still developing within what has to be developed right now, as far as what the story is out. Like, there's no story there for Karrion Cross mm-hmm. right now. But that can change six months from now. We don't even know what that would I, look
6: I like think Carrion has shown and like I said, the uh like the crowds and the internet, like it's two different fan bases, like Like right now, Carrion ain't getting no reactions. There's nothing for him to do. But you put, I saw him in the feud with Rey Mysterio, and I heard loud boos. I heard loud boos. They they weren't piped in noises because I could tell the difference. They were loud boos. You put him with somebody that knows how to work the crowd that can help him learn, you know, how to control the main roster crowd.
2: Man. Have a blast with that, Trent. I wish I was you. Right nah, <laughs> No, <laughs> man.
1: He's changing his time zone to New, New Zealand because that'll it'll let him play WWE 2K early. Oh, oh. Yeah, that, that's why he's changing New Zealand. Trent, news. News. Those
2: are next <laughs> world resolutions, man.
5: Big brain move. Hey, I'll tell <laughs> you On what, though, move, like bro. that that time zone from yesterday, man, that shit fucked me up. I was. Oh really, yeah. Man.
2: Yeah,
1: it's right, the so I, almost, I, was, I was almost late. I woke I was up like, and I'm man, like, is, I have to is, work now. What the fuck?
0: Who, who's who's an NXT superstar that may have not have had? We talked about people who came up from NXT who didn't get their resurgence to NXT in the main roster. Who's somebody who didn't really have a great career in NXT and came up to the main roster and turned out to be a big star? Alexa Bliss. That's the, oh, yeah, that's that's the one. one. Alexa, Alexa Bliss. She Alexa didn't do ooh. shit, and
6: then when she got caught up with the goddess gimmick, she was winning titles left and motherfucking...
0: Becky is, yeah, one. she was like a five-time yeah, champion yeah.
5: in this battle. Um Elias...
0: Bianca, Bianca too, because Bianca wasn't champion at all in NXT. Elias beat Seth in 2018, bro. Bro. Yeah, but Elias
3: was over in 2018. Like, he should have beaten He, be, he should have been Intercontinental Champion. Elias wasn't anything in NXT, but... Everyone wanted to walk with Elias when he came up to. Rock. Honestly, it,
6: it, hey, it we can we can say Nate's boy, Xavier Woods. Shit, Facts. That's,
3: that's
1: Facts. Great yeah, that's another one
6: that's what I'm talking about. He Xavier Woods,
1: was man,
6: dancing with Brody's Clay. He
3: didn't and
1: do
6: nothing. Na- he didn't do nothing. You didn't. heard him. He was the first Naomi. graduate.
1: Nate on me because you just brought up Brody's Clay. on me. Nate Oh my gosh, yeah. I cannot believe she was a funky actor. <laughs> That's Honestly, Bruce Rusev Bruce Rusev was, like, Rusev? Rusev. Oh, yeah. yeah.
6: really... was another great one, man. Hey, you, arm, you, man. Can say, a, you can say sir,
1: I'm gonna,
5: gonna really get him to the camera for that mean. one. I'm gonna get him to the camera for this one. Aw, release Miro, please. A-W, release him oh, yo, or man. push free him free, my boy. It's
2: crazy yeah. how we're, we're back in this, this situation with Miro. Jesus. release on
1: Y'all are lucky, they are lucky. They just put the trio's titles on House of Black. Because if they would have lost, I would have said, release them too, bro. Oh, bro. Really,
6: bro. You went on a, keep go, get, get going, G. We ain't going to stop and keep going. Keep going. Oh, I mean, yeah. you, I mean, keep going, G. Keep going, keep
1: going. Release Adam Cole, because I want Undisputed <laughs> Era back. I miss that. Release Adam Cole. Release, um, They already got rid of, is Kyle O'Reilly still on the roster? Release yeah, Kyle Yeah, I think O'Reilly. he's injured.
5: He's hurt. <laughs> he might not ever wrestle again.
1: Oh my god. That's going to hurt me. Well, O'Reilly uh, was going to take some Joe because y'all keep doing that man dirty too, bro. Smojo well, has to be a like a five. Keep, 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 yeah, yeah. oh, keep, keep going, Keep going, Buffalo. Keep going, <laughs> keep going. J. Rock just said it. Release Jade Cargill, bro. Cause y'all <laughs> not making her look like Senator <laughs> Come on. On, bro. Now, I did read. I did read, five. and I
6: hate dirt sheets, but I did read that the uh, Chris Statlander is expected to come back soon, and they're they're, they're penciled into
1: sure. <laughs> okay, okay. Let's do something. Yeah, I mean, honestly, if
6: they ain't got nobody to beat, Jamie Hader. I mean, Jade right there, bro. I'm just saying, Jade bro. Right they never put her. He's holding the wrong key. I'm kidding. not. I
1: I am exactly. not about to. Get, I am not about to get into this bag about it. You know what? Screw it. I am gonna get in this bag about that woman <laughs> because AEW, bro, terrible. This is why. This is why everybody craps on y'all. Ever since Britt Baker, I'm looking in the camera when I say this. Ever since y'all took the title off of Britt Breaker y'all have treated that woman's title almost as bad as WWE used to treat the IC title. Like, oh my gosh, bro, you had Thunder Rosa, you didn't make her feel important. Then you put it on Tommy Storm, didn't make her feel important. Then you put it on Jamie Hader and shout out to Jamie Hader because she's actually doing something with it. But now y'all got people springing green L's, green L's like if they're six-year-olds and
3: and and loser on the ass, too. On the ass.
0: (laughs) Spray Tony Khan Con- oh like, like no
5: is too way, much bro. Tony Khan is too much of a fan to book a show He books said like it my 6 year old
2: playing with his toys
5: Yeah I, I've said it before I've said it many times Tony Khan is too much of a fan and a mark to book shows, he tries Bro, to get man, too many
6: Hey Tony, I'm not slandering you. I'm an upcoming wrestler. Sign me to Ring of Honor, please. Um, I've been waiting.
5: <laughs> book your <laughs> shows better. Book your shows better. But anyway, let's Tony, let's yeah, get uh, that to, yeah, yeah, let's worry, back to right, the cause, topic. Cause right, ne- next week's episode is going to be it's
0: going to it's gonna be, it's gonna be WWE versus AW. Anyway, so we will going say for next week. Oh, that's right. Oh boy, I'm locked and loaded. Oh yeah. We're gonna say for next. week. We got next episode. All right. Well, we got know we i know we got
5: oh okay i was gonna say i know we got two more questions that you have for us i just wanted to throw out one last nxt question before we get it got to yours if possible can you all name your favorite nxt match i can uh oh i can I already know you already know
0: mine (laughs) mine is sasha and take over brooklyn one yeah Okay, I have I two.
1: It's either um, it's either Adam Cole versus Johnny Gargano, or it's Johnny Gargano versus Tommaso Ciampa, the unsanctioned man, I believe. Whichever one Johnny won, that's 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 the New one. Orleans. I'd like to see yeah. that. Laughs. Nate,
3: I want to go um, Cole versus Ricochet for the the North American Championship,
2: oh, or,
6: so. or or uh.
2: That moonsault into a super kick was insane. Oh, my <laughs> God.
6: He's
3: out. He's out. He's yeah. out. Oh, my yeah. God. Uh, I had a second one. It literally slipped yeah. my mind.
5: Oh, go ahead, Lewis. Go ahead, Lewis. I'll let you go. Since uh, I about the favorite, question, I'll be last.
6: My favorite match of all time is obviously Johnny Gargano versus Adam Cole. But my honorable mention is um, uh, Mustache Mountain versus Undisputed Era. That's
3: very
5: good. Both matches, both matches, fire fire. All three matches, matter of fact, all three. So my two are uh, the latter match for the inaugural uh, North American Championship. Yes, sir, sir. absolutely. Yeah, absolute banger of a match. And somebody briefly brought it up earlier. Uh, Nate brought it up earlier. Alistair Black versus the Velveteen Dream. (laughs)
1: Yes, fire. That, fire
5: that match is so fire. fire. The, the build to it, the ending, uh, enjoy, enjoy yeah. infamy, velveteen dream, dream. Like,
1: <laughs> bro, yeah. y'all,
6: y'all know me, y'all know me about velveteen dream, but we talk about velveteen dream matches, his match against Tommaso Ciampa at war games. That's probably my favorite, oh, yeah, with the yeah. call
5: me up Vince pants. Hell yeah, yeah. Well, the,
6: the thing, man, like it's so it's so weird because, like, I don't at that time from I didn't like you know see anybody being Ciampa but Johnny. But if there was any little time, if you just want to give Dream, just, uh, just any time, it it, it it could have been mm-hmm. that moment mm-hmm. where he hit that elbow drop. I said, nah, son. And oh, the chopper kicked I, out. I'm like, what the fuck, man? I'm tired of him. I didn't want him I'll with say, the belt, bro. Honorable yeah, Mention, was, honorable mention for it.
0: me would be the second match between Walter and Ilya Dragunov. That shit was, oh, that was good. Oh, yeah. I, go
3: honorable, honorable Mention would be Sami Zayn, Samoa Joe, two out of three falls. Match <laughs> made me Sami All three. Three. Also,
6: uh, Neville versus Ballard, uh, the finals of <laughs> No More Contendership for the NXT We can sit here forever. Yeah, we can be <laughs> here forever. Actually, <laughs> I did
1: want to –
6: before we move on, I did want to – Pat brought up the, the North American title ladder match at New Orleans. Where does that rank amongst ladder matches all time? Top five. Top five.
0: Top five. It, it, it is a I fantastic – yeah. And, a and a fantastic, fantastic opener. opener, too.
5: And, and we yeah, briefly it's mentioned up ten, it's up there. It, we briefly mentioned almost everybody on that in that match. But hey, shout out to Killian Dane because Killian Dane he a, yeah. killed yeah. that match. Yeah. So, nice. shout out, yeah. yeah. And then, of course, was Lars Sullivan
1: in that match? Yes, he, he was. was yeah. I was saying that Lars did, is he, in he, there, too. It's, uh, it's uh, he, it, I mean, uh, uh, J- But he
6: did good that match. Jade up there looking a little Larsy.
5: Before
1: we go, before we go,
6: listen, Triple H, Triple H, Triple H. Let me talk to you. Hold on, let me Triple H. Let me let me tell you something, man. This whole thing with Nikki Cross not having friends, it better lead to a sanity reunion. I swear to God, Eric something Young is back it. at WWE. Don't think I don't read I'm Eric saying. Young is back with WWE. He I'm better saying. pull up Raw After Mania. I swear to God, I he swear will. to God,
1: and before we move he on, to the, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I just
3: want to shout out Summer Rae. Real quick, unsung hero of NXT. The reason why the banks is the boss in Charlotte is is a heel. That's why she doesn't get enough love, bro. I just want to throw that out there when we talk about it. Jay,
1: why you I, laughing, man? i bro. <laughs>
2: I never thought about. of all the things that I that I think I'll hear before I die. Shout out to Summer Ray wasn't one <laughs> of them. Shout out
1: to Summer that's, that's, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> Remember,
5: she's a WWE a legend, it. bro. A, lo- a little won. golf clap. We'll give her a little her golf best clap. You know? was, that's
1: it. I her just want that stuff to, was fandangled.
2: What Summer
6: Ray we talking ridiculous. about?
2: No, 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 <laughs> can we please not get off track on Summer No, 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 nah, 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 nah. right. you mean? The right, w- w- right. Off, off
0: before we head off here, we got two other questions uh works more <laughs> of uh male and female NXT superstars. So we can start with, we we'll start with the women. Uh, we can start with the women. Who, who, who y'all got? Man? Who y'all got, who is, got. Before
1: so we what? started with, or
0: start with the women. You start with you. We can start with you.
1: Oh, okay, okay. So me, and this was really tough. This is really tough, but I know we got time, so because I have a couple honorable mentions. But my four. Bailey, Sasha, Oscar, Shayna. Those are the good. four that oh, we're gonna have some controversial ones now. Yeah, oh.
0: hold on. mm-hmm. how do I get a show? Malik, we one? might
6: have the same one. We might yeah, have the more same more. for both.
0: Mine, mine is a little bit different. Sasha was on mine, but she got taken off by somebody else. I have mm-hmm. Bailey, I have Oscar Shayna Baser, and I have Mandy Rose. that's my one now. I think Mandy Rose is That's my well.
5: that's my exact list, so I'm good. <laughs> Uh, oh, you I put Mandy like, Rose on there? I yeah. have Mandy on mine as well.
1: She's I her. mean, I don't hate it, but... I
5: mean, think
0: I think, I think she be- solidified herself on there for the reasons that first first woman to ever be NXT and UK champion to unify them, but she held down that women's division through that era
2: where it was reinvented, where people didn't World even care dead. about it. Yeah, that's yeah,
5: facts. That, that is true, that is true. Yeah.
2: I appreciate the shout. Mine would be the same as yours, except I would replace Mandy Rose with Rhea Ripley. Um oh, yeah that, that I feel like Rhea didn't
6: do enough as much as the other that's just my opinion that's that's your list but that to I, I just think that the
2: success beat. that she had across NXT UK and over to NXT that's she fair. brought the NXT title to WrestleMania I mean Charlotte was there too but Rhea was right there with her um so yeah I, I would put Rhea in my fourth that's fair. I would yeah. say
6: for me, I'll, I'll do both men and women. So obviously for men,
3: I didn't get to go, bro. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go <laughs>
1: ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. dog. Go ahead. Dog. Go ahead,
6: dog.
3: Uh, <laughs> dog. Uh, summer rating, I'm playing.
5: Blue. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I think
3: I think me and J- G baby the same because I had Charlotte on here originally, but then we start talking about Shayna Baszler. I'm like, she ain't even on here. So I got Shayna, Sa- uh, Bailey, Sasha, Oscar.
6: Yeah. I'll do both men and women. My men. Is uh, Johnny Gargano, Tommaso Ciampa, Adam Cole, and Braun Breaker. Braun Breaker done enough. I don't want to hear shit from nobody. Um, and then for women, um, I'm gonna go. <clears throat> I'm gonna go. Oscar, Shayna, Mandy, Rose, and Bailey.
2: That's mine. My... Valid,
0: valid, valid. Uh, valid. For the men, what about you,
2: Jay? uh For the men, so Johnny Gargano's number one up there. Obviously, Tommaso Ciampa was kind of the yin to his yang, so Tommaso champa's up there as well. Adam Cole, I think, carried that whole reality era that we just discussed, um, and then I, I struggle with my fourth. I think my gut reaction, honestly, is probably to put Bo Dallas up there. Honestly, I, when I, when I think Ooh. about when I think about OG NXT, the first name that I think about is <laughs> Bo Dallas. Um, so yeah, I, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna get Bo oh, Dallas wait. that fourth slot. Uh Nate, what about you for the men's?
3: I got Balor, Gargano, Champa, and Adam Cole. Mm,
6: solid.
5: Pat? Uh, I have Balor, Adam Cole, Johnny Gargano, and Sammy. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Heart and soul.
1: Gee? Uh, me and Nate have been on one today for this show because my honorable mentions were Shinsuke and KO and the only reason they're honorable mentions, because I didn't watch at this time. But Finn Balor, Adam Cole, and then into the gang, Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa. And Serski.
0: Nice. Like nice. Nice. Adam Cole, Gargano, Balor, and Braun Breaker. Come okay, on, so man. can I ask y'all
1: real quick, because this is two people now that have put Braun Breaker in name? They- Mount Rushmore. Can I just understand why? I just. All right. So for me,
6: so for me, if let's just talk about developmental. Braun Breaker was thrown in the fire, off rip first match, mm-hmm. and then for him to just transition to the superstar that he is is incredible. Now, if we look at statistics, um, Braun Breaker in the 2.0 or in this era was the main focal point of. The direction in the change for NXT forever, he got the win for Team 2.0. He was mm-hmm. part of that. Um, he's one of the only few guys to have held the NXT championship multiple times. Um, that is true. Uh, Not to on mention, top, of, to me on, top, on top of that, on top of that, his second reign, he's about to hit a year. Not mm-hmm. to mention, undisputed NXT champion, he did something that nobody else did, and on top of that, been the face of the brand for this long, having this kind of run is Not something sure. that no other NXT champion has had. Because you look at Adam Cole, Adam Cole was the man when he was the champion. Then when he lost it, it was Keith Lee. Keith Lee was the man. Um, fucking, uh, when Gargano had it, Gargano was the man. When Ciampa had it, Ciampa was the man. Um When, when Ciampa had it in the 2.0 era, we knew Braun Breaker was the man. Yeah, we, knew, Ziggler, we knew what
1: was coming. Yeah, we knew
6: When what, Dolph Ziggler had it, we knew Braun Breaker was the man. No mm-hmm. matter who's in the spotlight, Braun Breaker has never shared it. Bron Breaker has kept the spotlight on him for this long. That's I feel like
0: for, for me, he, he he makes the list because the same with Mandy Rose. He's been the guy to excel <clears throat> and carried, helped carry the division when people didn't care about the division anymore because of the change. Like obviously, you have other people like Carmelo Hayes and all those people, but they haven't been pushed as the guy. Braun Breaker's been pushed as the guy. And I think he's excelled at the expectations. Like They literally looked at Braun Breaker – and said we, I think Braun Breaker the next face of WWE. If I'm being honest, after Roman Reigns, I look at him and say, I think they're gonna put him in. in, in yeah. spot. So yeah. I, I think, mean, you
1: know, I mean, Wayne don't Watson be wrong, course. I rock with Braun Breaker. Everything y'all have said, I agree with. But ne- I like next, no see no, like next face. Understand. I don't know if I can go that far, only because I'm not gonna hold you. Like, especially with Triple H, assuming he's going to stay in creative control. I look at a guy like Carmelo Hayes, man, and I just think Car- it is Jesus
2: Carmelo's time. We are I, on Carmelo, not even just time. Time. not even just
1: NXT. I can see him kind of getting the Finn Balor type run. I know, Hayes. I'm the, the greatest. He, I'm the best. Man. When, when I the when, I, when I see Braun, Carmelo Hayes is, is, is great, but I don't, he I don't, I don't think roster, he. I think he's so going he, to so win a championship. When I when I Braun, the only so
6: thing that separate the the main thing that separates Braun. Like where he barely makes them out rush more, other than, uh, compared to the guys that have the list, like Cole Gargano and Ciampa, was those three were like the main guys to watch. Now, no disrespect to Braun, he's been the guy, but to G Baby's point, it's getting like people don't watch NXT now to see Braun, it's been mellow since Mellow has been here, and I, uh, you know, no disrespect to Braun, Braun's been the guy but he hasn't been the guy to watch. Pete Gargano was the guy to watch. Pete Cole was the guy to watch. Mm-hmm. Pete Ciampa was the guy to watch. Pete Braun is amazing, but Carmelo Hayes is like, hey, bro, like, forgetting about me? It wasn't like that when those guys. Braun has never shared the spotlight. I, I, I'll say that. I'm not going to Check Braun has never shared the spotlight with nobody. He's been the guy. But he hasn't been the most must see guy. If that makes sense. And then sense. to also, oh, even though I'm yeah, about to has, contradict myself. I'll he hasn't ahead. been
0: the most must see the guy watch, but it's con- it's not convenient about when Carmelo Hayes' push is about to come when Braun Breaker is about to leave NXT. Even,
6: even yeah. before that, people have been wanting this car. I don't know if you pay attention. Pay attention. Yeah, I mean they, they
0: they've been wanting it, but, but he's
6: people been the- wanting Carmelo Hayes to win this to win the NXT championship for a long time, bro. A long it's, it's, time.
0: Tradition people have been wanting it, but it still separates about how they're using them. They have, they're yeah, not, for sure. they're not, they have been pushing Braun Breaker since day one, and Carmelo Hayes' push is about to come once Braun Breaker is no longer in NXT on the main and, roster. And don't get me to wrong, help, they've been help pushing Carmelo game. Hayes too.
1: But I think, I so I think, and so to Braun Breaker, even though I'm about to contradict myself, to Braun Breaker in his defense, he got the title when it first started. Like, we knew that's who he was when it first started. And this was when NXT 2.0 was getting a lot of scrutiny because it wasn't what we wanted. So to Braun Breaker's point, even though, okay, cool, you have Dolph Ziggler beat him. And Then he wins it back. I didn't really care for that, but I right, cool. I look at this, this, this second year reigns.
0: This is how I'm gonna break it down, and then we're gonna head off there. I look at Carmelo Hayes and Braun Breaker like Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins. Car- Braun Breaker is the company guy, Carmelo Hayes is the guy for the fans. That's who the fans want. The fans have wanted Seth Rollins for a long time, but he's not Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns is the guy, and I think that's how it's gonna be. Braun breaker gonna be the guy that the company gonna push. The fans want Carmelo Hayes, and Carmelo Hayes will have a spot, but he's not gonna be. The face.
1: I think, that, uh, I so, think that's so okay. Cool. But are you let saying me, that let me play are you saying that bit. like Vince? Because with Triple H, I think let Triple H it, it, was it, it, running it was with creative. creative. But I mean, but Triple H, think, H still Roman, understands the
5: business. Triple H understands No, no, no. It. no, no, no. Yeah. I'm,
1: I'm not saying he does not but like let's keep it a buck though. With Triple H under control, would Roman have really been shoved into all the main events as much as he was? I think
6: so. I think so. Yeah. I think so. Ah, I disagree. I,
1: disagree. You I think mean, you I think, know I think what? Triple H. You still look at it. Nah. You still
0: look at it. You still look at it now. Like there has been opportunities probably to take the title, at least one of the titles from Roman, and they still haven't done it. Because, I think with oh, Roman. I think with
6: Roman. I think with Roman, Triple H would have capitalized on him being healed a lot sooner. And I don't that's think what, was, that's
1: what I, was I don't think. Say. Maybe I don't. He I, would, would he?
6: Would he have been in it? Yeah. Would, would he have been in this? Ma- now I'm not going to act like Triple H is the end all be all <laughs> of booking because you know he's not. There's still other great bookers in the wrestling business, mm-hmm. but I feel like. I feel like Triple H would have already understood. Like, if Vince would have retired seven years ago, Triple H would have understood, bro, you're not a face. You're a exactly. Heel. exactly. You heel. And so,
1: with that and with that aspect, I get you because Triple H has earned a lot of benefit of the doubt for me because of what he did in NXT. So, I can get with you on that. But I feel like, I feel like, um, when we talk about like Roman and Seth, I feel like one Roman, like, yeah, you might turn him heel sooner. We might not get this character. But even when Triple H took over, yeah, they could have separated the titles, but I think Triple H was kind of put in a tough position because one now they he's, unified he's the titles when he wasn't there plan. exactly because yeah. he because he wasn't he's honoring he wasn't the title, he wasn't he wasn't he wasn't in control when they unified the titles in the first place, and then he just kind of got thrown into the fire to kind of be like, All right, now figure this out. That's why I say I think raw after mania, he's not gonna change Raw and SmackDown to black and gold, but that's when I think the booking. Like, don't be surprised because I'm not going to lie. There is not a doubt in my mind. Cody is winning night two. Don't be surprised if we get on here on Monday Night Raw and Cody, because he can get away with it with the type of baby face he's presented as, be like, look, great du- great, great night, great moment. Did it for my dad. SmackDown needs a world title. I do not want to hold up this brand. There's a That's bunch of I people over there. Head. And then they're That's going to have happen. a tournament. We get... For backlash to determine the new universal champion, I think that's how I think, I think that's gonna. Work. I think I don't want to
6: bring it back, but um, back to the Carmella Hayes and Braun Breaker topic. I don't have a dog in this fight, I think both are great. I love both guys. I think the conversation is going to be a lot closer because right now, you you know, people are gonna pick Braun, but if Carmella Hayes beats Braun at standard deliver, mind you, Braun would be 0 2 at standard deliver, he wouldn't have a standard deliver win, so he'll be 0 2 at standard deliver. Um, and Carmelo Hayes, if he if he beats him on staying and Deliver and has a nice run with the NXT yeah. Championship, Carmelo Hayes could sneak into the Mount Rushmore, I think, depending I think how you look at it.
2: He's going to win the title, and I think Carmelo's run, no matter how long it is, match quality-wise, Carmelo's run is going to be better than Braun's run. Yeah. He's just Carm- Carmelo is
6: probably the best in-ring performer they have in, two, in, in yep. NXT. No, for right
2: sure, now. for sure. And, oh, it's yeah, it's still- and then it's Wesley I, after that I, and, still, and so, I, so, we'll, so we'll see what happens at the end. We'll see what happens when the run is over. We'll see where we're at. Yeah. Yeah. Braun Breaker definitely, is, it's, it's, he's losing to Carmelo. It's
0: time for him to come up to the main roster. He's, uh, he's, hey, he's, you, you know, say
6: you back. see Braun Breaker as the, as the next face of WWE. Honestly,
1: on the main roster,
6: I see him as a huge dominant heel, bro. I see him going full heel. Braun Breaker as a babyface is cool. I think he. I think he'd take his career to another
0: notch if he went heel.
6: He, he just has he that heel aura. Still, he head. can
0: still be the heel because Roman Reigns is the heel right now, and he's still the face of the WWE. So I, I say I still think either way, he's taking that spot when Roman is gone. That, that's that's, that's yeah. I look at
6: the landscape right. is so open, which I'm excited for. I feel it like all depends has, on what Triple H he wants. He has the
0: mold and the look that the WWE wants to present itself as the guy for the company. That's why I said Carmelo yep. Hayes is the guy for the fans because he's who the fans want. But the company they look at Ron Breaker and they look at how they position him all through NXT. Like they look at and, him yeah,
1: and they think And they can very much be close. And I know we gotta go. So. My last thing I'll say, I, it could very well be close. I just feel like if this was Vince still in charge, no question to ask. Carmelo Hayes is not getting that push. He could be the Seth Rollins for sure. I think I think Ron and, and Um Carmelo, that's not gonna be to the same level, but they give me more stone cold the rock, where it was kind of like they were both integral, you couldn't have one without the other, whereas Roman could have really done this without Seth. Like they would have pushed him regardless. So you, that, heard, you heard, you heard
6: and Melo say Triple H and Sean pulled them and said, "Y'all, y'all the two guys."
1: Yeah. yeah. So,
6: but but the way I look at it, Triple uh, Braun Breaker is a triple. Like you can just look at it from in ring aspect. All that Braun Breaker is a Triple H guy. Carmelo Hayes is a Shawn Michaels guy. Triple H prioritizes character work. Shawn Michaels prioritizes in ring work.
0: We so those two are well, hand think- in hand with each other. That's why I think it's gonna mesh well. I mean, those are two next guys, but I'm excited for
6: both guys. Like I said, I don't have it's much better when you don't have a dog in any fight and you just sit back and enjoy because you win at the end of the
0: day. That's if people right.
6: gonna be if people gonna be team Carmelo Hayes and hope that Braun Breaker fails, it ain't gonna happen, bro. You're gonna be Trick mad forever. Man, man. Appreciate Trick both man. guys. Appreciate both guys now. Now, I don't appreciate I mean not appreciate I hate Roman. I hate hate his character, but (laughs) me as an upcoming wrestler, I appreciate his heel work. I take notes on Roman. I understand, I understand. Like he helps me become a better, you know, to learn how to be a better heel in the wrestling business. You know, once you sit back and appreciate what these guys do, you don't gotta be a you know, a sad old man. You know what I'm saying? And you know, enjoy the product. Fuck Roman, you know what
0: I'm saying? all right, Fuck everybody, you. thank you guys for coming through for this episode of NXT. Make sure you guys stay tuned next week. We're talking WWE and AEW next week. And I have a little fun oh, debate. Um, I'm G, ready. You got
6: your notes ready, G? <laughs> oh, we're we're going to be talking oh, this so, oh, everybody's oh, clear, oh.
0: But so everybody's clear. So everybody's clear. We're talking pros and cons for WWE and, and AEW next week. So we're going to talk about some of the pros about WWE, some of the pros by AEW, some of the bad and good. So uh, right. nope. next week? nobody so. here's
5: taking sides. It's an open conversation. Yeah.
0: Right.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, well okay, maybe
5: someone's
0: taking I'm well.
1: time <laughs> i'm gonna try my best but
0: we, 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 it's gonna it's be a fun open conversation the tony if you're it. seeing
6: this don't watch next week but sign me the ring of honor i'm an upcoming wrestler uh you know what i'm saying uh yeah oh, don't hey, watch look, next week. hey yo chill all of our Relax. views are
1: independent how lewis feels about y'all has nothing to do with how i feel so please sign him i'll, yeah.
4: I'll be a lot nicer if y'all yeah,
1: find him.
2: for sure
4: I mean,
6: yeah
1: you sound Lewis, I, we'll, digress. we'll digress. All right. So real, yeah, cool, real
6: yeah, quick yeah. before, real quick before we leave, we uh got to get some TikTok clips out there. So random, random prediction: Who's winning next year's Royal Rumble? Just throw a name out there, just so we can have a clip. <laughs> God man.
5: Mm.
6: For women, Raquel. For men, Theory.
5: For women, Raquel. For men, Montez Ford. Oh, shit. He- Hashtag you know trust. Oh, okay. I- oh, I'm
0: going to say it. Next year, Braun Breaker, bro. Fuck it. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah,
4: Roman Raquel,
3: Roman Raquel, men, Gunther.
0: For the women, oh, Raquel's a good one. I like that, Nate. Bailey. like that, Nate. Gunther. Sir. Bailey could be a good one, too, but I don't Rain know if they are really going to give it to her. Bailey I'm surprised Bailey has, has never won answer. one.
4: Yeah.
0: I probably had to stick with Raquel. I-, I think that's the most solid one off the top oh. of my head.
6: Liv Morgan Woman, oh, rest in peace. Shayna Baszler, okay, oh, we can,
4: hope. Hope. Cool we, we we can, can hope, we, we can, can hope. pray, we
3: can
6: hope,
5: yeah, we can hope and pray.
1: Johnny Gargano,
5: okay, oh, okay, so you gotta get trying to get some Lewis points, okay, man, right, man, man, <laughs> man. If
6: that happens, y'all gonna see me right after that Rumble match, not event, that Rumble match. I'm gonna be on here, get that info, and I'm talking all
0: that. Shit. You're trying to get Lewis's good side, all right, guys. Come on, Jade, you know you want to say Ziggler. <laughs> Ha! <laughs>